river kingdoms, a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 34. Okay. So when last we left you, yep. Kaelin had Bryn, and Bryn had slain the deadly eels of Lake Silverstair. Uh, Bryn had slain the deadly eels. Kaelin provided some aid in others. Yep, Kaelin ate eel pie and was mocked. <laughs> It's in fact exactly what happened. <laughs> but it was really good eel pie, so he's okay with the other thing. And the centaurs now merely dislike me, which is which is an excellent result of as an excellent result of pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, uh, you had decided to climb Talon Peak. Yes. Which turned out to be a massive trek. Yep, but we're up there. But you got up there. You found the black rock of Talon Peak was not at home. Yep. You stole one of its eggs. Yep. I believe you didn't steal a second one. No, Kaelin is holding the one egg. Yep. And you have begun to climb back down. Yeah, there was this, this elvish observatory tower thing at the top. Yep. Um, you had begun to climb back down um, and then you heard the Big noise, and as you had begun that, as you had begun to climb back down, as if the mountain itself was sort of fighting back against you, the fog and the wind and the snow had all picked up yeah. dramatically and slightly unnaturally, according to Bryn. And then the fog, then the black rock comes sweeping back in. Yep. Um, and you have seen it coming, thanks to Bryn. You are climbing down the side of the mountain. Um, and this was where I was going to get out my climbing rules. Because mm-hmm. I can never remember how this crap works. We don't do a lot of climb fights. Uh, okay, so... Right, you need both hands free to climb, but you may cling to a wall with one hand while you cast a spell or take some other action that requires only one hand. Yep. Uh, while climbing, you are flat-footed, you can't use a shield... Um, any time you take damage climbing, make a climb check. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, 
and I have my standard um, armor check penalties and no yep. other penalties because I'm not overloaded. Yep. Because so, I'm only carrying one egg. So your two-handed weapons you can't use at this exact point. Yeah. Um, so, although I will have passed on to bring that our goal is to leave, not kill the rock. Yeah. But we're, you know. The rock showing up was kind of an anticipatable outcome of us turning up and stealing one of the eggs. Yeah. So, this is... You have climbed to a 400 climb check on the way up. Yeah. Um, and thus far you have climbed down of that a bit off the top, so you're about 20 back again. Yep. Um... And then you hear, argh, 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 and we will get out the initiative tracker. Yes. Now, um, I was going to clarify with you, because I wasn't entirely clear on this. Um, can we be sneaking? Could we be sneaking? Um, were we sneaking and we didn't succeed? Oh, yes, I see what you're saying. Yes, that's right. Okay. That will come up. Uh, could you give me a white cloth, please? Uh, yep. There's a nice fish cloth. I can run some water on it if it's... I don't think that would be... No, that won't be necessary. As all of the characters, this is now referring to a dead. We can uh, erase them. That's the initiative from the um, TPK one-shot? Yeah. The um, Lost Minds of Fandelva. Yeah. Uh, So basically, um, evading the rock via stealth long-term is not going to be terribly feasible because you've got a lot of open mountain to climb down. Yeah. Uh, short-term, however, yes, you can make a high check to see effectively whether it's seen you now or whether it sees you a bit further down the mountain. That sounds like a worthwhile, achi- that sounds like a worthwhile projective achievement. Bryn can make a stealth check, Carolyn will hamper her. So is it hide or move silently? It is hide. Okay, then she has a minus four as Kaelin is big and clanky. Yep. Uh, so that would give her minus four as ten. Is... Go dice roll! Did you put it? And it's just next to your foot, I believe. Uh, yes, so it is. All across the table. So that is a 27 total. <laughs> Go, Bryn. Yeah, it seems impressive, but let's see what Mr. Rock's perception is. Oh, yeah, okay, so it's a giant It's a giant bird of prey. It's a giant bird with skill-focused perception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will see, Bryn. Oh, was worth a try. Mm-hmm. At least I have the consolation of knowing we were sneaking, which is what we would have been doing. Uh, and yes, Bryn will actually say to you, you know, sort of hush quietly to you as the weather starts to come in. She says, should move, this is winding time back slightly, should move quietly. Hurry down mountain, hurry down mountain quickly before Mother Bird comes back. Wind is changing. Do not like this weather. It comes from nowhere. But fog should keep us from its eyes. And starts climbing down. And then there is the noise. And the rock unerringly cuts through it. uh, As if 
Brynwood Brunt says, sees us anyway, even through ice and mist. Uh, as if it is not taking any of the penalties associated with sight here. Right. Um, you, on the other hand, actually are, so you also need to both make me spot checks to see if you see the rock before it, it runs into you. I thought we had already resolved that part of the equation. You said Bryn se- at the start of the session. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, Bryn your stealth se- check you hadn't done. Then. Yeah, we'd, we'd done Bryn saw the rock in time. Yep. Okay, so it comes for you pretty pretty unerringly as it just cuts through. You see the big shadow because yeah. it's a gargantuan creature. Yeah. It's stealth, incidentally. Is, um, yeah, I think the, um, you said it was relatively difficult to miss us seeing it. Yeah, it's, it's stealth is not awesome just because it's so bloody enormous. Yeah. Um, so you just see a big black shadow flying through the mist. You go, okay, presumably that's the rock. Yeah. Um, it finds you unerringly seeming to see through the wind and the mist and the howling snow, no problem. And it, it comes out of the mist. And can you roll initiative? Yes. So you were not surprised. It is not surprised. So 15 for Bryn. Sorry, for, for Kayla. Uh, you will actually beat Bryn. That's so unusual. Rock, I did roll very well. Rock, Kayla, and Bryn. Okay. And... So I don't know if you mentioned like because we're running away that this is some kind of a chase thing. I don't know if that affects what, how we're rolling through the initiative or anything like that. Uh, you'll you'll get that as we go along. Yeah, no worries. Um, okay, so the rock will fly down, uh, and yeah, it's a pretty arbitrary decision who it hits. Uh, can you and Bryn both roll me a luck roll, which of you is in the wrong place? Uh, three. Okay. So it would be Big Clanky Guy with the egg. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the two of you are more or less climbing down side by side, because you're trying to share in her hush aura. Yeah. Um, but the rock happens to come in from that side of the mountain instead of the other side. Yeah. And it hits you from the side, and endeavors to actually hit you, which I suspect so with spectacular ease uh, yes uh, grabs you squeezes you this is a big talon swooping in yeah as you feel an oomph of impact and a <laughs> as the talons scrape across your arm uh, can you take eight points of damage yep I need a pencil oh, that one Yep. And it hooks its claw, its its talon round you, and then just plucks you off the side of the mountain and lets you go. Right. And you immediately start going, <laughs> uh, Do you have a ring of feather for? I do not. Right. Oh, hang on. Wait. Yes, I do. I do. Because I, I, I know Bryn has feather fall as an innate monk ability at fourth level, so she can't be harmed by falling damage, which is going to be incredibly helpful to her. Yes, I. Um, uh, Kaylin has a ring of feather fall that is going to be incredibly helpful to him. Yes, uh, I do in fact have a ring of feather falling. Thanks for reminding me, sweetheart. It's been a while since I fell off anything. Okay, so as a consequence, uh, I need to double check feather fall here, but I'm pretty sure this works like you would expect it to. 
Well, this might be the easiest way off this mountain. I mean, that doesn't necessarily yeah, you, solve you, the rock problem, but... Keep, keep in mind, it is a triangular-shaped mountain, so you can't literally just let go and fall yeah. immediately 400 feet to the bottom. I have actually thought this much all it through. Yes, that's, that makes sense. But um, it's certainly going to be a nicer way to drift gently downwards to the next peak than um, smash downwards to the next peak, and also better for the egg, no doubt. So blah blah blah. That spell is cast at fallen Right, so you land as if you had fallen only a few feet, so that's going to make this very easy. So as you are just plucked off the mountain and flung, you start falling for half a second, you're whoosh, and then almost as if an invisible hand is arresting your fall, you just start to fall quite gently. Uh, the only thing you have to do here is not fall on your back. Yeah. Um, you yourself probably still won't be hurt because it's equivalent of falling a couple of feet, but you've got this big fragile egg strapped to your back. Uh, can you give me a reflex save at a plus ten bonus? Uh, twenty-two. Okay, you land on your feet gracefully. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the magic. Graceful is not killed in its customary stance. Congratulations. You are now at rank 100 down the mountain. Sweet! Because <laughs> it, it just grabs you, doesn't actually crush you all that much, it just flings you straight off the side. And you go, yeah. you're, you are physically thrown three or yeah. four feet away from the mountain, and you go, Woo! And Caitlin plummets, panics, the magic kicks in, and he remembers that he's wearing the damn ring, <laughs> and uh, relaxes again, because Caitlin forgot he was wearing it too. And then it is you. Okay. Um, you can see Bryn is still hanging on the side of the mountain. The rock is high above you. Uh, as you have hit the 100 mark, you have been thrown onto a plateau and are now actually able to stand up, use both hands, do whatever you want, uh, including just climb or jump off the side of the next bit. Yep. Um, and um, I will call up Bryn, although we're the... Um, uh, yep, she will uh, endeavour to listen to what you're yeah, saying, uh, so go ahead and say it. Yeah. Um, it's, um, Head for the bottom. Split up. <laughs> Split up if we need to. Uh, she waves one arm frantically off the side, indicating that she's at least actually heard you, which yeah. is quite a feat, given she's 80 foot up and <gasps> yeah, yeah. is running through the background. Okay, um, Kaelin wants to get down the next bit of mountain as fast as possible. Yep. Um, so he's prepared to either climb down or just jump off the next bit. Yeah, totally up to you. The... the Downside to jumping off is you don't control your dis- your descent to the same fashion. Of course, you don't have to worry about um, damage. Yeah. Um, but you will have to make another reflex save for the egg. Yeah. Climbing, um, you still control the egg to some extent. Okay, well, the climbing sounds like it's safer, and I'm a decent chunk down, so I will make a climb check to descend the next bit of mountain. Yep. Go, go climb. Okay, uh... Uh, and I'm assuming you don't want to climb acceleratedly and have a minus five penalty on it to move faster. I do not. Um, however, I may rethink my position on jumping after this action if this turns out as badly as I think it will. Uh, that's an eight. Okay, so this is the high DC climb chance. I may solve the problem by falling off accidentally and uh, jumping in it. Yes, yes, you will. Uh, Yep, you spectacularly fail that one. Yep. And you swing yourself over the edge of the plateau, start climbing down, and slip and fall off the side of the mountain again. Yep. Ah! Another reflex save at a plus 10. Okay, uh, 27. Ah! 
Mm, that's earning its money. Yeah, yeah. Saving you 16d6 worth of damage at this stage. Yep. Okay, and how... Between this fall and the next one. How far down am I? Uh, at this, you go 50 feet down. Uh, because yeah, You go 50 feet down because you've succeeded well enough at the reflex save. If you so choose, you basically fall land and you can tuck yourself into a ball and start rolling down the side of the mountain and get further down if this round if you so choose um, however yep. because you actually don't have any momentum from your feet yep. fall you're not falling, breaking into a dive and continuing to roll yep. um, this will be a harder balance check than it otherwise would be yep. if you had the momentum you'd be You'd be much worse off because you've gone splat all over the side of the mountain, but you'd be much better off in terms of tucking and rolling. Um, sorry, I need to ask a question. Um, yeah. What does fatigue do for me? Uh, minus two strength, minus two dex. You cannot run or charge. The running and charging is going to be irrele- almost entirely irrelevant. So that's you are a minus one penalty to your climb checks and reflex saves. Uh, yes, yes, you are. So um, that was a 26, not a 27, and the previous yeah. one was a 25. Constantly comes up. Doesn't make any difference? No, not to the ones you're making. Okay, um, so if I fail this balance check to tuck and roll, do I merely fail to, to travel, or do I damage the air? Uh, essentially, you're tucking yourself into sort of a snow, a giant, this classic giant snowball thing and rolling down. There's still a whole bunch of rocks and sharp pointy bits in the way and all that kind of thing. So the... The balance is a slightly odd check, but it's the one I'm going to use because you have to actually steer yourself down the mountain. And if I fail that, I... You are going to smack yourself on something. And what about... Am I going to damage the egg? Uh, it depends whether you then fail the reflex save for smacking yourself onto something. Okay, I think I'm not going to use the momentum and try okay. and go further. So you simply land on your feet. Yep. And you are fine. Yep. Uh, so... Bryn... Still back at point twenty. Kaelin is at point 150. Yep. Not an entirely awesome plan, but it appears to be working for him. Uh, and Brun can fucking just run climb down the mountain or jump off and do his field fall because she's an athlete. Brun hears what you want yep. and completely ignores you. Yep. Because she's not splitting up and leaving you to be eaten by a giant rock. Yep. Uh, she watches this thing arc round. Uh... Does she do it to chuck her net at it off the side of the mountain? Points for awesome, but um, not necessarily a very good idea. It is gigantic, but there are ridiculous howling winds up here. No. Um, you will see her basically. She twists sideways, lets go of part of the mountain, sticks her arms in her hand, and then goes. Straight down. Sweet. Uh, as she activates her... Um, did I end up calling this? Monk falling ability? Monk falling ability. But what, are you, what, what great name have you called it? Graceful fall. Okay, yes. Alright, that is better. Rather than slow... It's the, the base one is slow fall, where you have to have a thing that you can grab onto. Which would yeah. actually still apply here, yeah. anyway. Um, but I've just given it fourth level monks get feather fall at will. Sweet. So she jumps, slides down the side of the mountain, uh, and she will tuck and roll. Yeah. And make a balance check. She doesn't have it. She doesn't have an edge, and her balance is way better than mine. Yep. She's actually got ranks in it and everything. Yeah. Well, she also doesn't have an. I've got snowballs. I've got ranks in it. She doesn't have an armor check penalty. Uh, Bryn 
catches up with you. <laughs> okay, sweet. Th- that was to the the the, suge- the um, split up thing was to justify Callum leaving her behind. If she can actually catch him, it's irrelevant. He'd rather deceive together because he doesn't want to leave her behind. All right, you are both at point one hundred and fifty. Yep, and it's Team Rock, <laughs> which probably can just fly that and what and still make an attack. Yeah, the rock just dive bombs you. Yeah. Um, However, having watched both of you fall off the side of the mountain it's not without try. sustaining any damage... How bright is this thing? Uh, brighter than you might think. Right, good to know. Uh, in fact, you can make me a sense motive check. What is the rock doing? Do I suffer a minus four penalty because it's a giant bird? Uh, y- yes, because I believe so. I'll actually glance at sense motif. Sorry about the DC checking. No, that's right. It, it's largely a skill challenge instead of a combat challenge unless you choose to turn around and seriously engage the thing. Yeah. Which you're welcome to at any time. Yeah, no. But yeah. That's, that's not something you'd necessarily want to do. No, the whole point of this endeavour is is, make, is making nice with the centaurs. The centaurs don't want us to kill the giant rock. Also, no particular investment in doing so myself. Oh, right. Oh, no, it is actually an animal. It is not a magical beast. My mistake. So you can roll me your choice of either sense motive at minus four or handle animal, whichever one produces a better result for you. I actually be the yeah, my handle animal's fucking awesome. I just hardly ever roll it. Uh, Twenty three. Okay, so this rock is behaving very strangely to your way of thinking. Ah. Um. Is clearly capable. I can wait till you come back. It's easier to talk to me. So, from from Caleb's point of view, this rock is behaving very strangely. Um, for one thing, it could clearly deal you a lot more damage than it has thus far done you. It's got two talons and a big enormous beak, all of which you would expect it to be able to use on a full attack. Um, it, admittedly, it had to close with you the first time to mm. grab at you anyway. However, it doesn't do... Um, it, it doesn't do what you would expect it to do. When it grabs you with the first talon, it really didn't rake you to anywhere near the degree you were expecting. The amount of damage you took was about what it took to grab you and pluck you off the side of the mountain with the requisite strength required for that. It didn't actually try and squeeze you or cut you with its talons or anything like that. Um, it arcs back round and starts descending down on you again. Um, and well, as you understand these giant bird things, they are prone to grab you, drag you up into the air and throw you. There's actually no reason it couldn't have carried you substantively further into the air and throwing you. Mm. Um, moreover, you you get the impression that this is not... <coughs> this is not unusual behaviour for it. This, it is not reacting to a new threat here that it has never perceived a thing with its egg um, sorry what was it? Birth to mate, let me try again um, 
it, it is behaving in a manner that you would almost call trained, mm. but it's not reacting like an animal trained to a certain amount of stimulus. It's but it's reacting in a ritual way, mm. like it's it behaves in specific ways when people climb up the mountain and take things like this. Like this is all part of a test, and very, the rock somehow knows what it's part of the test. Very is. much so, which would also fit with the strange weather mm. and everything else. So, the rock doesn't actually look like it is exceptionally intelligent because it is still a giant animal, but it is behaving more intelligent, both more and less intelligent than you would think. Its original tactics are less smart than you would think for a giant bird. But as you're about to see, what it's going to do is change tactics because it clearly works out that you haven't actually suffered from being thrown off the side of the mountain in any fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this time it will descend and grabs at one of you again. And as you are both in the same place, it is just kind of hooking one of you at random. Mm. Uh, this time it can be Bryn. Grabs at her with its claw and misses. Sweet. She ducks and dodges back out of the way because she cannot be made flat-footed while falling because she has sufficient ranks and balance. <laughs> yes. So she... It descends on her as she is snowballing down and it goes... And she steers the brim ball out of the way and mm-hmm. keeps going. And then it is back around to Caleb. Caleb will endeavour to make a climb check and possibly just fall off the mountain again, but he's going to try. Uh, this time it's a 16. Whee! Seriously? Uh, no, actually, I don't think that's bad enough to fall. <laughs> I think you have to fail at by 5 to fall. But a little bit makes me... Climb check that fails by four or less, which is what you've got. So, you do not fall, you merely climb. Okay. And it, that is both of your movement actions, because yep. you climb and climb again. I'm not going to make yep. you roll the check twice. Uh, so, 20. And you're encumbered, aren't you? So your speed's 20 feet. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing my plate, but I've got my normal, and my normal load, so yes, my speed is 20 feet. Okay. So, that moves you 20 feet down. Yep. Which puts me at 190? 170. 170, sorry. That's bad. Yep. And Britain's at 150. That's good. Go on another 150, but unfortunately probably going to stay with me instead. <laughs> Although admittedly I've got the hard job and could use someone's splitting targets. Okay. And Bryn at this point will wait for the rock to go by. And then she will sling the... Um, net at it. You have just pretty much automatically dropped out of the worst of the weather because Featherfall is the best ability ever yep. when you are descending a mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sling. She hurls the net at the rock and it flies into space. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The rock is actually much faster than you might think. Yep. She throws the net off the side of the mountain and it goes yep. and is gone forever. I can't surpri- say I'm surprised. Yeah, that she will lose no sleep over her mundane. Yeah, yeah I know she. Just, I know she routinely just buys new ones. Alrighty, and I believe she actually has backup ones now. She's got a handy haversack and can actually carry them. So, so she can actually get another one if she wants. 
Is she going to um, use a small amount of her movement and catch up with Caleb? Uh, she doesn't have any. She is not a quick draw person, so she draws the oh, right. out and, and throws, then throws it. it. Okay, so she remains 20 foot behind. Yeah, she, she elects to stand and fight for her round instead yeah. of continuing to go. But that's fine, because um, she could, at the rate Caelan's going, she could make three or four rounds on him. If I make better on that climb check, can I go faster? Was that slow uh, because can, I failed, or would it, is that my normal climbing speed? Um, you did not achieve the climb DC, but you didn't, achieve, you didn't achieve badly enough to fall. Yeah. So that is your that is your mediocre climb yeah. DC. The better one we make the DC, you go faster. Cool. Uh, because this is we're not necessarily tracking this round by round. You're not yeah. coming down this mountain in four rounds flat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nor, but nor is it taking you the many hours it took to climb up. Yeah, much it, faster it, descending. Um, and so if you fail the DC hard enough, you fall. Yep. Fail the DC lightly enough, you go slower. Uh, and you can choose to take minus five penalties to move half your speed. Right, yep. But given the fact that you can descend because you've got the Ring of Featherfall, the only thing that penalises you is the fact that you've got this breakable egg. Yep. Yeah, and I am. No, that's cool. What I wanted to know is just if I actually roll, if I actually did a particularly good climb, if I could go faster, or if I have to stipulate that I'm doing the accelerated no. climb to go faster. If you have do, have a good roll, you will go faster. If cool. you choose to accelerate a climb and get the good roll anyway, you will go much faster. Sweet. No, that's fine. I don't want the penalty. <laughs> Goes after me, Auburn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. again. Oh, sweet. Okay. And. Friend is awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's kicking this mission's ass. Yeah, yeah, well, but. Like, this is. The only way she could be any better spec for this is if she maxed her ranks and climb. Yeah. As it is, she can't be flat footed, she can fight while hanging off the side of things without blinking, and she can fall without taking damage. Yeah. And Kaelin will endeavor to make another climb. If you want to be a real hero, you could try and ride the rock down. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, not not what Galen speak for. Uh, so eighteen on the climb check because I have a minus one penalty. Okay, and you are still up here, so that is not quite good enough to hit the DC again. Uh, it is the thing is it's getting easier the further you go down because if you yeah. remember going up, it was easier to start with and go yeah. harder. Now you are doing it in reverse, so that brings you down twenty. So you are at one hundred ninety down. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to go faster, but I like not making a roll every round to see if I break the egg, because that could get expensive if I start failing my reflex saves. Uh, and Bryn will just drop. Yep. Whee! Uh, doesn't need to make her reflex saves, it doesn't matter if she breaks what she's holding. Um, drops next to you. Uh, it's just... <sighs> You climb slow. Quicker to fall. I can hold the egg if you cannot keep it safe. She's willing to make the reflex saves if you want to offer. Yeah. Uh, and pauses briefly to see what you say about this and spends, then spends her second move action doing something or other else. Yeah, yeah. So, um... It's, um... But the thing is, that will encumber her and she'll no longer be flat foot... She'll no longer be, um... She'll lose her monk abilities. Yes, but she, yeah, having said, she wasn't prepared to do that for just we're climbing down the side of the mountain again. 
given that she sees that you're descending down via Featherfall and worried about breaking the egg and that, she's now prepared to have a crack at it. You're equally welcome to just tell her you've, you've, you've got it under control. Um. She will um, lose a bit of AC and lose a good chunk of speed, but her good chunk of speed is not that relevant because she's not electing to climb down. She's just snowballing or falling. Yeah, and she's um, significantly faster than me. She could lose a good chunk of speed and still be faster than me without blinking. Ah, she'd, she'd lose her extra 20 feet and drop to 30 feet. Yeah, which is still faster than yeah. Kel, and, and she's a better climber. Or if you... If you, if you of course, you put the flight back on, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so, so now it will penalise you whether you're carrying the egg or not. Yeah, but um, the point is, like, I can get down this mountain, I'm going slowly, you're like, I don't give a shit, you know, I don't give a shit about the reflex saves, I can get down this mountain incredibly quickly because of my feather fall ring, despite the fact that I suck at climbing. What I can't do is do that with the egg in tow, because I'm being careful, so... Alright, if you, if, you, if you reckon you can make it, you're, you're better at this. Oh, yeah. She uh, takes the egg. Yep, yeah, I, I give her the egg. Yep, that is her second part of the round. Yep. She uh, doesn't actually endeavour to secure it to her rope in that. She's just going to hold it. Yep, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that puts her... She will have to stop where you are to do this, so you are currently both at 190. Yep. And Mr. Rock. Ah! Ah! Kill mm-hmm. Must kill uh, This time it will spectacularly grab her. Yeah. Uh, or break her with the talons, anyway. Yeah, yeah we'll her AC just drop. Uh, and it slashes her with the talons for moderate damage. Uh, and this time doesn't uh, appears to have actually adjusted its behaviour enough to not fl- try and fling her off the mountain again. Um, this time it floats in front; it flies in front of her, hovering in the air, slashes at her with the claws, hooks her. They do actually pierce slightly, but again, it doesn't just brutalise the bejesus out of her like yeah. it could. However, it's still clearly jammed some giant talons through her, and she's yeah. bleeding and things. Yeah. And it is in front of her, so it's going to take a free shot when she starts moving off again. Sweet. And it is... Uh, as she is carrying the egg, but it is not slashing for it, so that's fine. It's not falling. Alright, and um, Kaelin's turn? Yep. Um, Kaelin will move past the rock and provoke del- and deliberately provoke. Thus endeavouring to um, use up its... It depends on if it's got combat reflexes, but it's only one way to find that out. Oh, wait, uh, sorry. Bryn has taken damage while she's hanging on the wall because she falls down towards you, grabs the wall, she's yep. got to stop short of the next plateau. Yeah. So she now has to make a climb check or fall. Yeah. Uh, when she succeeds on the climb check and hangs on the wall, though, yep. it slashes her. Okay, apologies, continue. So, um, Kaylin's moving to provoke yep. and endeavour to use up its provoke. Yep. Uh, you are pretty close to the plateau, so you could actually fairly trivially climb slightly sideways, climb down, provoke, and still hit the plateau with ease. Yep. At which point your climb check is going to end anyway, unless you make a really good one. Yep. So, um, uh, what I'm actually endeavouring to do is move past the broke, broke, provoke, and then drop off. 
Yep. To um to get a decent amount of distance, yep. I just want to or like my plan was to drop anyway. I just want to provoke yep. first to well, um you will distract need, it. You will need to make a climb check for this because you've got to sort of get across and into its range and taunt it and all the yep. rest of it, which involves hanging on a wall as opposed to just flying past yep. it. I may, um, but I kind of assume if I fall off the wall, it gets a shot at me as I drop. Uh, yeah, if you move, if you can move yourself into range of it first, right, which okay. is a relatively easy part of the climb. Uh-huh. Uh Okay, so that was a three. Yep. Okay, you you do not succeed at your objective to move slightly sideways. Then crap. You go to grab the next rock. Yeah. The, sorry. The next stone in the mountain, I shall say. Yeah. You grab the stone, it turns out to be a loose one, and as you're swinging sides a little later, it, it pulls out, and you just go, Wah! Yeah. And I drift gently downwards. Drift gently downwards. Uh, you don't have to make reflex checks anymore, because yeah. you don't have an egg. Uh, so, you go... <laughs> you fall the awesome ten feet down to the next yeah. plateau, uh, take the thump, hit 200, um, and then have the second part of your action to, if you want to climb or deliberately plummet over the side or whatever. Yeah. As you please. Damn it. It's essentially like every 50 feet you're hitting a point where you need to stop slightly. Yeah. Because the thing is, I could move on past it, but um, then I'm leaving Bryn exposed behind me. Yeah. You could shoot it with a longbow. Got quick draw, so you just whip it out. Yeah. Um. And I am trying to piss it off and lure it off Britain. It's a big ass bird. Me shooting it once isn't going to hurt it that badly. It dies, <laughs> Crit, super yeah. crit. I will quick draw the longbow, take a shot at it, and um, shoot the longbow. Yep. No problem. Okay. Um. So that is a seventeen. Yep. You fire, and your arrow just sort of goes away in the wind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is not remotely close to damaging. Yep. And I will call out, because Bryn isn't very far past me, go as fast as you can, I'll catch up. I, I may not be able to climb, but I can drop like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, so you're at 200. Uh, goes to Bryn. Bryn will endeavour to make the DC 25 tumble check and roll literally sort of flipping and climbing down underneath it. Yeah. That. That was a horn? Right. Without the rope, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which she will succeed on with her 31 on her tumble chair. Whoa! 15 on the dice sort of helps there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, she's presumably taking a penalty to tumble now. She goes rolling between two eggs. Uh, no, actually. Um... Uh, yes, that's right, because the 50 pounds yeah, the fifty pounds puts her over her medium weight, yeah. which is why she loses her mic abilities. Yeah, okay, so it's... It's minus, so she's got a minus three because we yeah, worked out. Still, she will still hit the 25, yeah. however. well done. So, rolls and falls, and drops to 250 feet, makes a reflex save for the egg. This Good one girl. is not penalised by anything, uh, and... Yeah, it is fine. Okay. With her plus 10 bonus for the lack of momentum. Yep. 
In, in Bryn's case, it's really going to be ro- she's rolling for natural ones. Sweet. Okay, yes, this was a good decision. It would be much harder if she was falling 80 feet and taking 8d6 worth of damage in the process. But... Sweet. And then Kaelin's fallen behind, which is what he wants, or that the rocks may just accelerate past him. Yep. We shall see. Endeavouring to play tail guard, but pit not if the rock goes for that. Yep, the rock will indeed go for you. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, this time it hooks you with ease. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't actually think it can control this, so it crit threats you. Yep. Like, it, it wouldn't crit you if it had a choice, yep. but I, I, it's not pulling its swings to that extent. Yeah, yeah. That, the, it doesn't seem like Johanta's talons are really a precision implement, although it may not confirm the crit. No, it is quite likely not to. Uh, that is 18 to confirm the crit. It will not confirm the crit. Okay, so it hooks into you with the talons again. Uh, seven. And can you take 11 points of damage? Yep. Uh, I'm glad it's not trying. I'm glad it's not trying to kill me as hard as it possibly can. This time, it doesn't try and fling you off the mountain. Yep. Uh, It does the same thing as it did the last time with Bryn. It moves around in front of you again. Yep. So as you'll provoke when you go past it. Yep. Um, And that is Team Rock. Uh, And back to you. I will delay until after Bryn's action because I want to see how far she gets down the mountain. Bryn uh, will fall, make a reflex save, uh, succeeds with ease, makes a balance check to snowball, and falls, hits the ground, touches on the ball, and goes, <laughs> and can you give me a quick spot check? I don't know how fast she's gone down. Okay, that's a that's a four. She disappears from sight. That's uh, fine. I'll just go as fast as I can then. <laughs> I'm sure I won't overtake her. But this is the goal. All right. Okay. Kaelin endeavors to plummet off the side of the mountain without passing the rock. Okay. Can you give me a listen check? Uh, seven. Uh, sorry, ten. You hear a vague noise that sounds like Bryn might be shouting at you. Okay. You cannot interpret what she's saying in any way. Yep, that's fine. So, I'm endeavouring to plug it straight past the rock without provoking. Because the thing is, last time I climbed so badly that I didn't wasn't able to provoke. This time I want to do that again on purpose, just by jumping straight, plunging straight down the mountain. So you are going to provoke from it. Oh, okay, because this time it's... It's, it's blocking you. you. That's right. Yeah, no, that's right. So your, your two choices are to tumble past it, if yeah. you have that capacity. I do not. Or wait and not provoke and engage it or run away or do something no, no, else. No, that's right. If you go down the mountain any further, you're going to have to go past it. That's fine. Okay, I drop and provoke. Particularly because its reach is preposterous to yep. you. You've just got a 15 foot reach. So even if you ran sideways, it hooks you anyway. Talons! Yep. Talons! <laughs> that's missed me once. 11. It's got plus 15 to hit, so... Okay, yes. 
that does use up. Uh. And a strength of 32. Yep. Um, and you will pick this up as you do. It, it's hitting you as precisely as it can, but it's not hitting you as hard as it can. It's deliberately pulling its damage. It is yep. not dealing you anywhere remotely near its full strength on damage. It grabs you, punches you, and squeezes you, but doesn't crush you with the giant talons. Okay, Caitlin jumps off the side of the mountain. Whee! Yep. You descend 50 feet without blinking. Now you get a spot check. 50 feet, 50 marks. Yeah, yeah, no, doesn't matter. Uh, 16. Uh, you hear the slight hear the slight noise over the wind, and as you fall, you see four little things whirling in the ice and the wind around you. The same four things that you passed on the way up. Yeah, um, those little frozen ice puff creatures. They are endeavouring to hide themselves from you and failing spectacularly. Um, then, as you come by, uh, they attack you. Okay, yep. They swarm out of the out of the ice, and you are completely unsurprised to see them, uh, as they hilariously breath weapon you. Okay, uh, make a four reflex checks in a row. No, oh. sorry, two of them. Two of these were on Bruno assuming past, so they used them. Uh, ten fail, and nineteen pass. Okay, so you take a whopping one point of damage as this thing blows freezing wind at your hands. Yeah. They turn blue and numb slightly. Um, and then you drop minus four AC, minus four reflex checks. Ah, nasty. As your fingers start going numb and freezing. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the rock can hit me anyway. Yeah, well, it can hit you easier now. Yeah. Yes, but it has missed me once. Yep. There's no indication that um, uh, that makes any difference. And that is half your round. You land on, on a little bit next to these methods, and you can ende- again endeavour to snowball down past them with the balance check if you so choose, or remain here. But I, I can use the next... Either way, I can use the next half of my action to go further? Uh, basically... So you're fall, you're fallen the straight bit. Yeah. Now you're on the mountainous slide bit. You can't feather fall again yeah. because there's nowhere to fall at this yeah. point. You've got to get to the next point you can fall, which is either rolling down or moving to a more climbable position. Right. So or I need you to... can stop and engage the efforts or do whatever you like in that. So point. I need to make either a climb or a balance check. Uh, you need to make either a balance check if you are prepared to do one to try and fall further or stop. Right. Okay. So what I'm trying to get the hang of is I've used one move action and nothing else. Yes. So what's happened to my other action? Uh, basically, you are not in a position where you can make a climb again. 
because keep in mind we're not going round by round by round. Right, okay. You're not in a position where you can make a climb again until you get to your next turn. Okay. The only two options you have available to you here are balance check to snowball or something else. Okay, I'll try and balance check. I'll probably fail by miles. I, I fail by miles. Okay, so you snowball down, you will fall another 50 feet, and impale and bash yourself on several rocks on the way down as yep. you fail to steer your snowball. Yep. Yes, but I'm not standing next to four ice methods, so that seems like a blast. Yep. Terrifying CR3 methods. Yeah, yeah. Are you all okay with what's happening? Yep. I'm just a bit confused about how the, um... Uh, I'm a bit confused about how the movement's working, sweetie, but I'm happy to just accept your rules and you accept that I don't understand what's going on. It's not a big deal. Uh, you roll out the other end. <laughs> Ow. Uh, both you and Bryn are now at the 300 mark, so you're three quarters of the way down the mountain. So and can you take 16 points of damage? Oh, fuck. Okay, I can't do that again. Yep. You you hit a lot of rock. You hit a lot of pointy, spiky bits on the way down. Oh, all right. Uh, an unusually high amount, in fact. All right. Uh, Thirty-one. Yep. So Kalen's on less than half hit points. On the other hand, you're a quarter of the way off hitting the bottom of the mountain. Yeah. And now you're on really easy terrain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the rock. Yes. Um, Comes down and tries for a non cock die. Arrgh! Eat Kaelin! Yep. Uh, hooks for you. Will hit me. Yep, will hit you. It, it, it has to roll one to fail to hit me at this point. Uh, and it will deal you da, da, 8 damage. Yep. Oh, that's nice to have a low damage roll for a change. Okay, so. And same thing again, it doesn't squeeze all the strength. Yep, and sits in front of me. Uh. How badly wounded are you? Uh, now I'm on 24. So I'm definitely not out, I'm just looking at it going, I, I can't survive all that much more of this. Yep. No, that is not its problem. Uh, it watches you and does again move in front of you. Yep. However, again, because you've made that animal check, you will watch it. And, and you, you always get the impression it's watching you with a sort of unerring intelligence... It is not trying to kill you. And in fact, you are pretty sure that if you were on, like, ten hit points where the next hit from it would kill you, it'd go for Bryn instead. Right. Um, it's like it is trying to take you to the brink of your endurance, i.e. your hit points, but it's not actually trying to rend you limb from limb and tear your head off and eat it. Because it would be doing a much better yeah, job because it could have that. done that a couple of rounds ago yeah. it was so aiming for. Yeah. And you always get this impression that it's looking at you, assessing your bleeding and your bruises and that sort of thing, and trying to work out whether you're sufficiently tested or not. Cool. And its determination is you are not. That's that's very helpful information because then I can just keep I can keep keep going hardcore rather than trying to drink a potion or something. Yeah. However, um, it is still an animal, albeit one that is behaving unusually smartly. It could still like crit you and rip your head off. Yeah. But it wouldn't be trying, you're pretty sure it wouldn't be trying, trying to. to. Kill. Okay. And it's Brun. It is Brun. And. She. Calls out to you. She, now that she is down next to you, she calls out to you. There are methods above. 
Ice creek creek there sorry, she doesn't know what a method is. There are the thing there are the things on the wind, the creatures of ice above. Are they trying to hide from me again? <laughs> they are descending. Let's get down fast. Uh, us. We can fight them on the we can fight them on the ground. What we need to do is get out of range of the rock. Can you put methods in here? Put methods at the bottom. Yep. Uh, in red, preferably, so I can yeah. see their bad methods. Uh, yes. Apologies. And can I have mystery question marks as well? By all means. Um, where, where do the men hold? Uh, okay, are they red question marks? They're red question marks. Okay. Okay. And having said this to you, uh, Rune will drop. Yep. She just drops, she needs to make a reflex save for the egg, does so with ease. It's literally impossible for her to fail on anything but a one. Uh, makes a quick spot check. Uh, you can make a spot check to see if you can see what she's doing. Uh, four. She no. falls off the side of the mountain, disappears from sight again. Yeah. Uh, and that is what you see. Yep. Bryn, however, continues to do things. Man, giving her the egg was a smart call. Yep, yep, she is um, spectacularly well suited for this sort of test. <laughs> it's like monks are really good at all this physical shit. Yeah. Well, I'd be better at it if I had put the plate back on, but it did make sense at the time. Okay, so we should see that. Uh, Mr. Question Marks enters initiative. Oh, okay. Under Bryn? Just under Bryn. Yep. She's going to get attacked by a bear. She is getting attacked by a bear. Yep. Mm -hmm. Would be a problem. Because she might get eaten by a bear. Yeah, yeah, well, the bear's pretty nasty. Caleb's certainly not in much shape to help. Something animal for bear, of course, not bee for freaking bear. <laughs> Still vastly better than the fifth edition. Look, look, I can't find anything at all. Zombies, polar bears. Great, it's a polar bear. Yes. Of course, it's a polar bear on a mountain. It's going to kill us all. Uh, yep, yeah, smacks her with contemptuous ease. Yeah, we should have killed all these things on our way up the mountain with a bit of a hindsight. Not really. I mean, at this stage, you're just trying to go past them. Yeah. It's possible you'd sustain a lot more damage killing methods than you would... Um, Dodging methods, yes. And Bryn gets hooked by a bear and clawed. Yep. Um, and then it is... Oh, sorry, bitten by a bear, rather. And then it is um, round to Caleb. Yep. Kaelin and Bryn is stopped at the 350 mark by a bear. Yep. Kaelin will um, provoke from the rock, Yep. Um, which will hit me and damage me, and it fall again. It swings its talons down, jams them into the rock above and below, the stones above and below you, and squeezes them, going... 
And while it's doing that around it, sweet, it crits on holes. It had to happen soon. Sticks its claws in the in the was, side of the mountain. This was a good round for it. Okay, Kalen drops fifty feet. Okay, where you will see Bryn and this large slum, this large bear creature. Looks like it's slumbering. It looks like it was just sort of woken up from slumber very recently. Can you give me another spot check? Uh, good lord, that was a good one. Twenty-two. Hey, it, it's you know awake and and really pissed off, and it's got an arrow sticking out of its thigh. Like the centaur shot it. Just one arrow this time. Yeah, the chimera had a few more. Yeah, well that's great because the chimera that meant that the chimera was more injured. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Tiring of the centaur shit. And can you give me a handle animal check or a sense motive at minus four? What's motivating the bear? Uh, Fourteen. Uh, Kaelin is slightly more frantic this time. Yep. The bear is awake, the bear is angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you take away. Yeah, yeah, I'm better at that assessment. You could, you could actually spend more time looking at the bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, you then have the opportunity to drop and balance past it, um, but it is currently, a, a, it is currently attacking Bryn. Yeah. And B, if you do so, you're going to provoke for this. Yeah. Um, so, no. Um, the am I currently in melee with the bear? Yes. Okay. Um. Or more specifically, because you are falling rather slowly, you can see you are going to fall into melee with the bear in a moment. At which point you will then provoke as you go past. Because yeah. of how Finnafall works, you're falling slow enough that you can actually draw your weapons without provoking if you're so inclined. Cool. In the knowledge that you're effectively going to fall onto it. Yep. Um. Yes, I will. Um. So um, I'm not currently climbing, am I? When no, I, you are currently falling through the air. But I mean, when I land, I'm, am I going to be on a no. plateau or am I going to be you climbing? You're on a slope. Okay. Um, then I will quick draw the flail because I can hit things with it one-handed. Yep. Um, In fact, there is there is very little mountain left to climb. Here, yeah. And it's now DC ten climb checks. Sweet. Okay, that's that's going to help. Um, actually. Um, yeah, no, being in melee, it's a fool's errand. I'm contemplating drawing a potion instead because I'm on yep. so few hit points. It's merely that, um. Do bears have reach? Uh. This one does, yes. Uh, no, actually, it doesn't. Yeah, so I can actually five foot step out of melee with it. And yes, you can. Okay, can I draw a potion? I won't be able to drink it this round, but can I draw it? Uh, you don't have lightning draw, do you? I don't. No, quick draw only allows you to quick draw weapons. Yeah. So you can... Uh, yes, you can draw the... You can fall, draw the potion... Um, I believe drinking it is a move action. Or, or rather, so, sorry, you fall, you five foot step out of melee, yeah. then you draw the potion as a move action, but now you are out of action. So yeah, that's able to, You don't provoke at any point doing this, but you're not able to drink it this round. If you have lightning draw, you pull it out and you drink it. No yeah, yeah, yeah that, no, that's fine. I realise I won't be able to draw it, but I don't want a weapon, I want a potion, I'm, I'm seriously running out of hit points here. Yep. At least versus the damage the rock can deal me. Yep. Okay, Kaelin is holding a potion. Okay. And slightly further back from the bear, because, um, you know, not to be funny, but Bryn's doing a lot better than... If he has to be doing a lot better than I am. The methods descend down. Both of you get spot checks. <clears throat> methods above us. Still a ways away. They yep. hit the 300 mark. Sweet. 
They cannot fly down as fast as you can fall. Sweet. This would be a lot more dangerous if you didn't have feather fall. Yeah. It's turned out pretty great. Um, the rock. Yeah. Let's eat bread this time. Yay. Kaelin technically is still on 24. He's still a legitimate target to its rocky senses. Yes, but it's it's picking completely at random. Right. Uh, we'll easily hook Bryn uh, for another. That is 13 damage. How's she looking? Uh, she's just taken 34. So she's got 30 left, so she's right. fine. Slightly better than me. <laughs> She, she considers herself fine. Yeah, oh yeah. She's still on 50, slightly under 50% of her hit points. She's yeah. not worried. Yeah, it probably seems more dramatic to me because it's three it's three, quarter, three quarters of mine down. Um, then it is Bryn, and she will. Centaur huh. arrow! The enemies have woken this bear. Wind has changed. Time for hunting. And she will duck under the bear and uppercut it in the jaw. Yeah. And give us to stunning fist the bear rather than um, yep. piss around with all this, given she's now got a rock and a bear in range to hit her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she will waffle the bear with contemptuous ease. Um, ooh, wow, she can really hit now. She's up to D10s on damage. Uh... <laughs> Beats of the bear horribly. Uh, the bear, I believe, will fail that for you. Yep, the bear fails its fortitude save. Yep. She uppercuts it in the jaw. Yep. It falls over. Uh, at which point she begins. So she begins to flurry. It sort of faints it with one yep. hand, goes, <laughs> smacks it in the jaw with this sort of clawing wolf strike. It staggers away and collapses thud into the snow. Uh, she will abandon her efforts to continue beating on it, given yep. it's stunned. She was taking a full round action to hit it, but yep. the first one's knocked it, stunned it, and knocked it out. Yep, sweet. Uh, so she will plummet past the rock. Sweet. Good girl. Makes a another fifth, makes a 15 tumble check this time. No, it's in front of her, so 25 tumble check. Uh, does not succeed on that one, thanks to the weight of the egg. Yep. Rock claws her for seven damage. She makes a reflex save to avoid breaking the egg, succeeds with spectacular ease, and falls down the rest of the mountain. So Oof, she's at the bottom. Cool. Functionally, you yeah, know, it still slopes slightly like this, but it's now of the bottom of the base of the mountain as opposed to the mountain itself, and no longer snowy in any way, shape, or form. Cool. Carolyn will drink a potion of cure moderate wounds. Yep. The bear is stunned and the rock is out of your range at present. Fantastic. That's exactly what I want to hear. I max... Uh, I, uh, the, uh, this was a, whoever made this probably Boken was feeling particularly sane that, on this particular day. Yep. Um, that's 16 plus 3 uh, 19 hit points back. Yep. Um, you feel better. Yep. So 34 plus 9 is 43. There we are. That's a more respectable total. Um, I'll just um, cross off the potion while I'm thinking about it, because it's easy to forget to do. Um, and then um, for my... Um, so that's a move action, drinking a potion. Mm-hmm. For my remaining a- move action, I jump off the mountain. <laughs> but I don't go as far as Bryn, because I'm not going to um, 
do the rolly tumbly flip. Actually, fuck it, I am. Oh, no. Uh, you've only got 50 feet left to go, 50 marks left to go anyway. Yeah. So you get to the bottom. Oh, sweet. It's no problem. She didn't need to do both. Right. She could have made it on the previous round if she wasn't being beaten on by a bear midway through. Yeah, yeah, that slowed her down. And, and as it is, rather than go past the bear and provoke, she elected to see if she could either stun it or beat it unconscious. Cool. Alright, we are at the bottom of the mountain. That's all Kalen's actions. Any of our opponents that are going to continue to fight us as we go off okay. the mountain are still in fight with us. So... The bear falls behind you and out of your sight, and the camera sees the bear sort of go, lies on the ground, rolling around, stunned for a bit. Eventually sort of rolls over, goes, shakes the snow out of its fur, and limps back into its cave and sort of curls up, doesn't go back to sleep, but watches the outside of the cave and growls at the weather. Um, the ice methods circle down, at about the 350 mark, they stop coming off the mountains and starts getting a bit warm. Uh, you might hear the odd little, Yeah! You better run! <laughs> Stay away from our mountain! Leave us the money and we won't come for you in your sleep! <laughs> yep, cool. But they don't actually come any closer. They just taunt you at sufficiently long range. Uh, the rock, however, goes, Woof! Dives down the mountain. Dive bombs the two of you breaks off at the last, like, ten feet or so, there's an audible snap and almost a sonic boom in the air as it goes, boof, snaps both its wings wide open and goes, foof, and comes into a flat hover directly in front of you. Uh, That is its round, and then we go back to the two of you. It doesn't attack you, and it is currently out of your melee range. Okay. And you are functionally off the mountain at this point. You no longer need to make climb checks. You are down to normal movement. And um, what do you do with your horse? With your horse, anyway? We would. I would have left it at the base of the mountain with enough fodder for yeah. several, well treated yeah, and enough fodder. You, you find you, you find a nice little valley for it yeah. to kind of wander around. Okay, so it's not standing right here conveniently. No, so um, it will be near. It will be as nearby as I can manage. Yeah, but it I'm is somewhere have... around, but it is definitely not reachable. And so. it also won't be saddled because yeah. I wouldn't leave it saddled for three days. So I would have to ride it bareback in the event that we yep. locate it. Yep. Okay. Um. It's sort of hovering in the air, flapping its wings slightly. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Brent has no ranks in handle animal. I, I want to make another handle animal. Go for it. <laughs> Try and work out what the thing on. We'll make it on the table. Ah, ooh, that was a good time. Uh, Twenty-eight. What the frack is going on here? Okay, uh, it is definitely not ho- behaving hostily to you anymore. The, the impression you've taken away is this whole thing has been some kind of test. Yeah. Um, you have... Literally, you think it is waiting to... Um, the, the pose almost reminds you of like a dog that's very happy to see you when it's come home, or something like that. It's like it is waiting to give you the... You know, a hug or a congratulations or a yay, you passed the test in whatever fashion the rock is going to do. Uh, quite literally, it's run out of sufficient actions to do the completely non hostile thing it's going to do, and it's going to have to do it next round instead. If you run away or start shooting at it, you will probably screw this up. Sweet. So, um, okay, this is not a normal animal. And Bryn ducks down. Don't, don't, don't attack it. I, th- I think it's over. Or I think we're over the part where it tries to attack us. And Caelan will hold action. And it hovers there. Or rather, Caelan will will just wait and see what happens. It hovers there. 
and then it descends, literally lands on the ground and hobbles forward to you on its talons, brings one wing round and brings the wingtip right round in front of you and sort of (coughs) shakes it a bit and two feathers poke out from the very edge of its wingtip towards you. I take them carefully. Yeah, you pluck them, but yep. it, it doesn't flinch. It's got 10,000 feathers having yep. to pulled out. Bryn actually already has one of these inadvertently stuck in her pants, yep. but um, the rock doesn't follow yep. there. So, pluck. And you pluck the first one out, and it literally pulls the wingtip away slightly and points at Bryn. She... Take it. Snatches it, moves back. The rock sort of... Thank you. Whoosh! You are sort of staggered back slightly in yep. the gust of wind, and it just flies back up off the mountain. Doesn't seem to care that you've got its egg, although because it's an unfertilized egg, yeah, it's not like it's you've, you've basically got its droppings as opposed to its child. Yeah. Um, but it stops, deliberately gives you a couple of black feathers, and then takes off back up the mountain. And, you know more or less flies vaguely towards the top, then vanishes from sight. Uh, and the weather at the top of the mountain clean, clears up a bit. It is still heavily cloudy and yeah. windy and That's that. cool, not climbing that mountain but, again. But the unnatural weather that started at the top has stopped again. Yeah. <sighs> Wind has changed again. What is going on here? Well... It could have disemboweled us about, uh, uh, well, me anyway, about halfway down the mountain if it wanted to. It wasn't really trying to kill us. We were not trying to kill it, though. No, but, like, I mean, it's an animal. It It would have normally tried to kill us if it was upset about, it wouldn't have attacked us at all if it wasn't upset about us taking its egg. And if it was upset about us taking its egg, it would have tried to kill and eat us, I mean... What is happening here? What is purpose of Feather? I have no idea, but I think we should keep him. <laughs> ah, screw it, I don't want it. We'll go back up and get another one if we need it. It's, um... I think it's some kind of, like, magical trial or something? Maybe it's got something to do with this Mother Moon of the Centaurs. Hmm. I think I can see why they didn't want it, why they don't want this rock dead. I think it's more than just their general religious belief that giant animals have their purpose. Have egg. Have feathers. Have climbed mountain. Uh, let's go give this giant ass thing to the centaurs and go home. I can carry it now. Now that we're not running away, but thanks. The um, that was going to get that was going to get us in some serious trouble. Me keeping carrying it too damn slow. Uh, and bring the will. Your fingers cold. Here. Right. Here. Here. (laughs) Takes your hand, sort of pulls it right against her, um, and she pulls you right in, presses your hand basically, not quite between between her breasts, but basically around there on her chest, starts warming it, pulls you into a hug, and as she does so, she whispers in your ear, and now she has to make a stealth check against the people who are listening to this. Uh, which she will succeed on, unsurprisingly. And she says, So, test. Things watching us, following us. Something to do with the raven. Do, do I have context? No. No idea what she's talking about. You 
I haven't asked you to roll the spot checks, you can't make them. Your spot yep. is not high enough to succeed on natural 20s. Um, love, I, I haven't seen any of it. I don't know what you're looking at. So, something is following us, watching us. A raven saw it at Van Holt. Thought nothing of it. Many birds there. Much carrion in the area. Dead things to eat. But saw it again. On top of mountain. No raven goes that far into cold on its own. Something wrong. Following us. Watching us. It is behind us now. What do we do? Is it something to fight? Do we attack it? I Are you too hurt? I'm okay for fighting, but I don't. It could be. It could be from. It could be from the nasty. The nasty bloke that's got Van, or it could be from the centaurs. Yeah. I, I don't want to fight it until we know more about it. And she tells you basically this is now the third time she has seen a raven. She is now sure it is the same raven every time. It has followed. It was at Vanhold. It has followed you at another point around Lake Silver Step here. Um. And has followed you up Talon Peak, and that's where she's gone. Hang on, yeah. You know, it's not just hanging around for food because ravens don't do that. And it is hanging about a hundred feet or back from you, just sort of flying a little bit above the ground over there. Um, and if you try, that's what Brid tells you. If you want to try and take a goggly at it without looking like you're doing so, then you'll end up rolling bluffing and sense motive. I will. I don't have anything else to go on except her explanation, though, so I will try and do that. Yep. Give me a check. 18. Yep. You see the raven. The raven sees you. It thinks nothing of you glancing over in its direction. Yeah. Um, And you see it looks like a perfectly ordinary raven. You would think nothing of it. Um, However, as you watch it, it is keeping a sort of reasonably precise different distance from you. It's not literally sitting on the ground watching it, sort of just flying in loose little circles around at about eye level. But it's keeping its distance about 100 feet or away from you. And can you give me another handle animal check? Uh, gosh, I'm getting a lot of use out of that this adventure. 17. And it is... I might actually start trying to put it up. (laughs) It is behaving unusually for animal. Uh, In fact, exceedingly unusually for an animal. Something's off there. You do not think it is related to what the rock was doing, but that's as far as you're getting on that handle animal check. Right, yeah. You'll need to do better if you want a better answer. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, you, you just have the option to spend hero points or whatever if you so choose on your handle animal check. But I do have a pretty good. I didn't roll, so I got a seventeen. There. You got a seventeen. Yeah. So um, uh, I got a nine. So I can certainly do better. Um, a twenty will give you more information. So a d six would um, oh, yeah, assist cool. you here, and a twenty five will pretty much give you every scrap of the the information possible, so... Yeah, and we made it down the mountain without spending a single hero point, which I thought we were going to have to do, although it was based on the series that Caleb was carrying the head. Oh, yeah, Brent's got to remember she can do this. Are you badly hurt? Uh, I'm on 43 out of 77, so not horribly badly. 
she says, here, here, and starts massaging your hand, uh, and she will activate wholeness of body and give you another ten hit points. She can do that for other people? Yes. Wow. Uh, it's it's like the paladin you lay on hands. Cool. She can do it. It doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity. She realigns your chi and your chakras. Cool. And gives you some for healing and gives some to herself as well. Because it's, it's taking her multiple standard yeah. actions, but you're standing outside of combat time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, um, the, um... How many hero points for you? Four, please. Four. Whoops. That was stupid. No, that was my fault entirely, sweetie. Um, yeah, I, um... I want to spend a fate point on this behaviour of the raven. Yep. I want to use the crows. That's pretty hard to argue with. Yes, crows, ravens, much of a muchness. Yeah. So, um, is the special ability... What's the special ability if you... Can I use that? Yes, you ability can. To you spend a d6 and... Like, I believe there's an upgraded version of the d6 power. Yes, so... One moment, Paula. Yep, no problem. I, I was hoping I'd get that hero point, and when I did, it seemed kind of hard to argue with. Okay, so hero card, hero points. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, if we spend a card that best represents the enemy or the situation that you're facing, which the crows is hard to argue with. Um, which incidentally is um, it's treachery and murder and lies and stuff, isn't it? Uh, crows is evil. Uh, neutral evil card of dexterity, murder, theft, and the violent loss of that which is lies. Yep. But in this case, it's you know it's, it's more literal. It's, it's literal meaning. Uh, so you can re-roll the d20 twice, take the best result. Yeah. Or you can add the better of two d8 to your current roll. Cool. So roll two d8 and take the better one of those two. Yeah. I will try that one. Where's my 2d8? Just roll both eights. <laughs> okay, and I add eight. So I had, I believe, a 17. Yep, so that will bring you to 25. Yep. Exactly the largest amount of information you need. Yep. I, I really want this information. Uh, I, um... Uh, uh, this isn't entirely Kaelin's baggage, but you know, being followed by ravens traditionally not a good thing in Talia's experience. It simply looks like an ordinary raven. Yeah. Um, and in fact, you know, as Bryn brings the concept up and you think about it, you actually saw half a dozen ravens and crows in and around Varnhold in the area. Yeah. They're, they're just common birds for the area. It means nothing to you. Yeah. Um, there was certainly a fuck ton of dead animals in Varnhold. This one, however, it is watching you. Um, and it is watching you very specifically. It's staying around 100 feet away from you at all times and behaving highly intelligently. In fact, the more you watch it, the more you are convinced that it is in no way, shape, or form behaving anything remotely like a normal animal. Uh, you think it is, in fact, behaving like a magical beast instead. Uh, this is a basic fact of the universe of how wizards and sorcerers have familiars. 
that they uh, take Orkonja animals and change them into more intelligent versions of themselves that can channel spells and that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, you don't know all the specifics, but you know broadly how familiars work. Yeah. This is somebody's familiar. Um, it is a wizard or a sorcerer's, and it is watching you. Um, moreover, you get the impression that it is not just watching you of its own volition, or even that it's being directed to follow you. You get the impression of something else staring out from behind its eye. Somebody is watching you through this raven. Um, moreover, because you've got the 25 there, um, the raven is trying deliberately to stay out of range of you, um, and yet it clearly has to be close enough to actually see you and listen. Yeah. It's listening as well. Yeah. It is following, it is following, endeavouring to follow your conversation. It can't hear this particular segment. It has doubtlessly heard you say a bunch of other interesting things over the last several days. Yeah. Um, so, it is actually outside of your range of your ability to detect magic on it. Yeah. You don't think this is unintentional. Yeah. It is deliberately staying outside of the range of your ability to do that, so that you don't pick it up accidentally. Uh, watching it, you sense malevolence from behind its eyes. It, it doesn't have directly hostile intentions towards you. It does not mean you anything good. Good. Um, moreover, um, the fact that it is behaving so unusually and this presence that you can sort of sense, feel with your animal handling lurking behind its eyes, suggests, and the fact that it's taking such precautions to look after itself, suggests to you that it's probably quite valuable to whoever it belongs to. Um, killing or capturing it would be a reasonably serious inconvenience. It yep. is not the kind of thing where whoever's on the other end is just going to be able to whip out another raven and do the same trick again. Sweet. Okay, that is all very valuable intelligence. Okay, so as I'm, you know, Bryn and I are at this point cuddling like a couple. Yeah, and the raven is just watching you. It clearly doesn't find anything terribly unusual about your behaviour. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Bryn and I have dealt with snuggles and yeah, such yeah. while I mean, it's been stalking it, us. It's not like you've been standing here having a four-hour conversation. You've yeah. only been doing this, you know, 30 seconds, a minute or so. Yeah. And Bryn kind of basically wants your instructions, A, because she's actually asking Kaylin, and B, because the the yeah. GM is asking the player to drive the NPC. Uh, she can reach it in one round by double moving. Sweet. Which means she can charge it down if she so chooses. Yeah. It's it's someone's familiar. Someone bad. What do we do with it? If we can, kill it. Now? On three. Okay. One, two, two three. three. Roll for initiative. Yep. Mm-hmm. You'll, be, you'll be able to spell cast through it, of course. Uh-huh. Ten. Yeah, you do not know the specifics of how someone yep. could spellcraft through it, whether they have to be by it, what manner of spells it could deliver. That's all. That would all be knowledge arcana as yep. opposed to common knowledge. So ten. Uh, I'll just write the crow feather on my equipment list before I forget. You know, because I I may not be out with Bryn. Yeah. Uh, 
You you really don't need to write it on your equipment list unless you desperately desire to. Okay, no problem. You you can just take credit. Yeah, the uh, fact I, that I, I I know that you have now passed the test of Talonvik. Yeah, which um, will become very obvious. Yeah, when you get there. Uh, now I need to look up how familiar you were with regards to initiative. Oh, um, Kaelin says maybe put down the egg. I can carry it. Yeah, she can do so without yeah. particularly alarming it. Yes. Yeah. Rather than dropping it. Um, so... Right, it does not share his initiative modifier. Give him that sort of thing. We'll use the stats of a typical raven. Just put raven on the initiative marker and you can let me know if I need any mystery guests in here. No, do not. Go Bryn's ridiculous ass spot. <laughs> uh, Raven on 13, which okay. is under Bryn. I can't remember if it's over you. It is uh, over me. Okay. So, well, Bryn acts, then the Raven reacts, then Kaelin finally joins the party. Yep. Uh, the Raven gets a last sense motive check to see yep. if anything is a mess here. So that's bluff checks from both of us? Yes. Because we're both, um, yep, uh, 18. Uh, 15 for Bryn. Yep. Yep, the raven just flies there. Yeah, the thing is, Kalen's crap at lying, but he is, however, it, it, tactically on a battlefield, capable of surprise attack. And what's the instruction you're giving Bryn? Uh, kill, capture? Um, capture if you can, kill if you can't. Okay. So uh, we don't want it getting away. Bryn, sort of, alright, fingers look a little better now. Let me just... And then drops your hand and goes... Voof, drops like a wolf to the ground, sort of loping on, on almost on all fours, that slow, crawling shuffle that she does, and... <laughs> charges 100 feet straight yes. towards her, and endeavours to make a charging grapple on it. Sweet. Uh, I will just have to check whether she is allowed to grapple it off a charge, or whether she just has to hit it. Yep. Because she's going to have to charge it, otherwise she's not going to get close. Well, that's not true, because you've got the surprise round on it. Yeah. But, well, let's... let's Take a look and see. Bryn's going to be... Bryn's pretty caught at this plan. I can't run 100 feet in a single round. Yeah, although you can pop it with a longbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, start going for Yes, the, oddly enough, this is not the kind of thing that comes up a lot. Um, movement during a charge, you must move blah blah blah. You, must, uh, you make a single melee attack, right? Therefore, she is allowed to grapple it. So she make, takes a charging grapple on it. Sweet. This should be sad. Yep, she hits it with contemptuous ease. It is yep. flat-footed against her. And then she makes the post-grapple check on it. Yep. Which... Yeah, yeah, grapple's not that awesome. It is possible to fail this. Uh, I shouldn't like to think. <laughs> yeah, but um, old crow friends there... Grapple Oh, dear God! <laughs> It Minus like, 13 to it, its grapple check. It is like four, uh, several size categories under her. It has a strength of one. Yep. And has 
Well, I mean, she's trying to wrestle a bird. Catching hold of it in the first place is the challenge. That's right. She doesn't get bonuses. It's penalties are baked in. So yeah. Actually, has rolled long enough that it can beat her. But that would be a seven to her eight. So, no. Yep. Sorry, to her nine. Yeah. So, she lopes in on the thing and thanks to her charge bonus yep. she is going fast enough that she grabs the thing tackles it out of the air and holds it sort of round the scruff yep. of the neck with both hands and this is not necessarily over yet so that yep. is her surprise round it is your action that's fine um Kaelin will um uh go like stick um how fast can I run if I run flat out uh what are you wearing you're still in full plate still in full plate okay so my move speed is 20 yep uh, oh, and I'm fatigued. Uh, so you can't run. Sweet, nice and straightforward then. Um, um, that said, given what you're setting up here, um, I am perfectly happy because you've got the advantage on this thing to say that you wander off for a bit and go off to look for your horse and have a little rest and that sort of thing and then do it when you're not fatigued anymore. Because you cease being fatigued after you've you know had 20 minutes rest. Yeah, that does seem reasonable. Because you're you're effectively setting an ambush on this yep. thing because it hasn't seen it coming, so yep. you get to pick how you do it. Cool. And I'm perfectly prepared to concede that it, that's the player forgetting that you're fatigued and yep. you can't run after it as opposed to Kaylin. Yeah. Uh, so, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah. And we have just slid down an entire freaking mountain while being attacked by a giant rock and methods and shit, so... Uh, Ten minutes is perhaps not an unreasonable break. Yeah, the, the raven clearly finds nothing unusual about it. Yeah. Uh, obviously you don't have... Um, I presume you don't have the feet run. I do not have the feet run. I it, do is have one of, it is one of the half-walk bonus ones. Uh, I, do, I do have endurance. Uh, which is irrelevant in the yeah. short term. And you're not going to be doing a lot of running. No, you're not going to catch this thing or it's gone. Um... Okay, you can move three times your speed in heavy armor, so you go 60 foot towards it. Sweet. And that is your full round action. Yep, and I um, draw my long bow because that's a free action. Yep. So that's my surprise round, and it is Bryn. <laughs> uh, Bryn will headbutt the raven yep. with a stunning fist. Yep. At minus four to hit because she is holding the grapple. Uh, sweet. And then she critted it. <laughs> And then she critted it. Yeah. <laughs> and considering she can do her full body uh, damage as subdual. <laughs> yes, she will pull her headbutt so it's subdual. Uh, she brings her head down on the raven in the kind of strike that would stagger strong men. Yeah. Um, deals it 14 points of damage. And you would expect, if this was an ordinary raven, it would either pass out immediately if she was pulling her shot, or just die. That's yeah. how much force is hitting it. It takes it. Yeah. And it doesn't look massively phased. Okay. That does, however, need to make a fortitude save now. And that one, it will pass. Okay, nice. Nice work, Raven. Okay, it's uh, grappled and... Then she hits it again. Oh, that's right. Because she, she is taking a full attack on it. Sweet. Mm-hmm. She can't... I don't believe she can flurry it. In any case, she didn't take the penalty on the yep. first hit, so... No, that's fine. Uh, yep, hits it again. Yep. And deals it 11 damage this time. Yep. Can't stunning fist it again. Yep. And that is her turn. Yes. What does the, ra- what does the grapple headbutton raven do? Uh, 
it's got a serious problem now. <laughs> um. So now she's got a shitload of sedual damage, I can shoot it without getting get a bed and without KOing it. Now she's got a really, really serious problem. Uh, I think you're fucked now, Mr. Raven. Potentially able to do this, the Raven makes an escape artist check. Okay. Close by Grim's grapple. It takes a standard action to struggle and try and slip her arms, and makes actually a decent effort at it. It's now yeah. trying to escape with its dexterity yeah. in that. It's yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Birds can certainly wiggle free of people. Uh, and it's going to go unless Brun spends a hero point on this. Uh, so she is going to. Okay. She's only, she's only got one out of two? She has two out of her three left. Right, yep. Uh, yeah, she spent one somewhere relatively recently. Yep, no worries. Uh, but yes, she will want to hang on to this raven. Yep. And she does so. Yep. So it struggles, slips out of her hand with, with a lot of dexterity, and goes, ah, and goes to fly off, and she, no, my brain leaps on it and wrestles it back down again. It slips her hands for a moment and she grabs it. Because it's a standard action to escape, it'll escape and then go woof off into the sky. Yeah. She gets to try and hit it again, but Yeah, it's it's If it was a normal raven, she'd just let it go and hit it as it moves yeah. out of her range. But she's not confident she'll be able to drop it with a single hit. Yeah. And that is Team Raven. Yep. Um Kaelin, she's the longbow. Um she's the longbow. Um Draws, um, I think the flail, given we are endeavouring to capture it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Brun's dealt a lot of subdual, but Kaelin is pretty killy, it's not completely conceivable. Uh, you can just make non lethal shots against it, it's a minus four to hit. Yeah. But it appears to be an ordinary raven from yeah. the point of view of beating it up. It, its AC is actually going to be, um, uh, more. Well, it's flat-footed because Brun's grappling it. Yeah. But it is still a small target. Yeah, so, so it's going to be more difficult to hit. No, that's right. Um, Kaelin will draw the great sword, the regular great sword, not gatekeeper, mm-hmm. and double move into melee mm-hmm. because he's 40 foot away at this point. Mm-hmm. That's all he can do, but if it does dodge Brun, it now provokes from him. Correct. Yeah. And Brun will study first headbutt the raven again. Yep. Hits it with the first one pretty easily. Points of damage. It makes its fortitude save again. Yep. It appears to be unusually resistant to this for a raven. Uh, She headbutts it for... Nine points of damage, bring it up to a grand total of 34, hits it again on the second one, uh, deals another four, brings it up to 38 points of damage, it has more hit points than Tristan. Sweet. <laughs> Good to know. And that is her round. It endeavours to... Mm, it's probably getting fucked at this point. <laughs> yep. I think it's fucked. The raven begins talking to you. Yeah. And you hear this 
a sort of whispering, rattling voice come out of it, and you have heard this before. Um, this exact voice is from your vision. That's the one where it says the names have all changed. Um, an unusual name, but the names have all changed. Yeah, I'll get it out and look at the actual. An unusual name. Go find them. Devour their soul. All the names have changed now from lords and ladies all the way down to common kings. Yeah, it is that voice again. And it sounds... It is clearly pre-projected through the raven as opposed to the raven itself is talking. Um, and it sounds far off and very strange and kind of inhuman. Release Horagnamon now. I don't appreciate being spied on, whoever you are. Why should I? If you do not, I will not simply take your people. Kaelin, King of Stagthorn, I will cast them, shrieking and insane, into the dead lights. You oppose a power you cannot challenge. I may not know your name, but I think I know who you are. I'm coming for you. We'll see who challenges who. Come, then. And, um... It says again, release Horagnamon. Bryn sort of looks at you, she's holding it, you presumably shake your head at her. The raven watches you shake your head. Yeah. You've already made yourself my enemy. Thrice will I ask thee and done. Release him. You release Van Thorn, and I'll release this raven. You release Van Thorn and his people, and I'll release this bird. His knowledge of this world is mine. I am not to be dictated to you, petty king, you who are far beneath the kings I knew of old. You are no Oberon or Mab or Titania to challenge me. I am older and more terrible still. Uh, and because he is an asshole, he will hand himself a fake point. Um, know me, Vordekai, champion of the oldest of old, creature, so servant of the outer darkness, creature of the Cyclopean era. I have lived 10,000 of your meager lifetimes, and I will live 10,000 more. I am awake now, and I see all of your world. I am coming for it, 
and I will begin with your stag thorn. Yield it to me, or face the deadlights. Thank you for telling me your name, but I already know who you are. And yes, you're a greater power. And yes, you're a greater power than me. But that doesn't mean I can't kill you. Thrice will I ask thee, and done, surrender your kingdom to me, or I will come upon it in my own time. I'll surrender nothing to you. We'll fight, me and my my people and I will fight to the last breath in our bodies, and you'll find us harder to take than Varnhold because we are warned of your coming. If you um, if you're watching me, then it seems best I put out your eyes, and I will reach for Gatekeeper and make a I will reach for the Great Sword and make a hostile strike. Uh, that is. Uh, can you roll me an opposed initiative check? Yes. Does the raven do this? Uh, and that is a 10 on the initiative. Yep, you hit it. Cool. I, I don't know if I do. I yeah, have to. Uh, are you going for lethal damage here? I am going for yep. lethal damage here. Like taking a penalty to your uh, That's a uh, 26. I don't have You smash it. Sorry, a uh, 25. Yep, you smash it with ease. It's sitting in Brin's arms. Yep. Your power attacking it, or? Uh, no, just regular attacking it. Okay, so that's a um, meager fourteen points of damage. Okay. It does not die. Yep. Um, and um, then I'm going to make my second attack. <laughs> nice. Yep. I'll <laughs> stop you. Uh, and I crit threat it. Okay, it is critable. Um, I will just roll for the confirmation. And probably fail to confirm on a 14. You confirm. Okay. He has a flat-footed AC of 12. Sweet. Alright, um, then that is uh, 16 times 2. And that will drive it over its hit point maximum, uh, be it not by substantive amounts. Um, okay, so... You, you were sort of, as you're having this conversation, you're yeah. reaching down slowly with the flail, starting yeah. to just swing it slightly and bring with, it over with, 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 um, with the adamantine greatsword. And the raven looks at you again with hate-filled eyes. Thrice I have asked thee and done. You will die, Caelan, king of Stagthorn, here without warning your people. My power is beyond you. And a foul purple light begins to spill out from one of the raven's eyes, not both, and it begins swelling slightly in Bryn's hands. And before whatever is going to happen happens, you bring the flail down, smash it across the face. She's holding its head up yeah. like this. Its neck goes crack sideways. Normal raven would just explode. It kind of shakes this off a bit, because that's the first hit. And then you hit it on the backswing with the flail, and this time you smash its head deep into its neck, and there is a crunch noise as the raven's neck snaps. It dies, the light goes out, and it does not do anything. 
Okay. <laughs> I feel like that was a good move. Well, actually, technically, you had all that non-lethal damage, so it passes out, and yep. this magical effect fades. Yeah. But something was coming through it. Yeah. Whether or not you want to leave the raven unconscious or beat it to death is now up to you. You've got, like, an hour or so before it revives in any way, so you've got plenty of time to... Yeah, no, I, I want to kill it. So. A lot. I want to behead it. I want to... I, I hit it with the greatsword and yeah. the not Brent, I, I, I stab it, and then I want to set the body on fire. Yeah, Bryn drops now. to the ground. You, you bisect it. Yeah. Um, you're quite confident it's dead. Yeah. You start a fire... You light it up. The raven lies on the ground in two bisected pieces. Uh, oh, actually, you will still see something through it, be it it won't get to explode anymore. Get to use my exploding raven effect. Um, uh, so, as it is lying there on the ground, when you land the kill shot on it, which it's unconscious... When you actually chop it in half with the greatsword and land the kill shot on it, um, its eye, it, one of its singular eyes, just kind of goes kink and shatters like glass. It doesn't actually explode or gook out or anything. It goes ching, 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 like it's made of glass or crystal or something and falls into pieces. And you hear from a long way away this howling noise of pain coming from whatever the other end of this connection is and then it all stops the raven ceases moving ceases doing anything ceases making noises you light it on fire it goes up like a normal raven yeah or its feathers burn off two minutes later the flesh is cooking yeah you stomp it a bit more yeah it's ashes so that's what I was going for. And you're pretty sure that hurt whatever was on the other end of this. Uh, yeah. And not just a little. Yeah, I mean, I pissed him off and now he hates me personally, but on the other hand, he did, you know, abduct Van and Van Hold before he even disliked me a little bit. So, you know, I, I feel like this wasn't... I feel like this, this encounter could only end in violent hostility. <laughs> And when violent hostility is called for, Kalen is the man Kalen is the man for the job. Bloody hell. Not normal raven indeed. Good spotting, love. Good spotting. Two consecutive 25, 25 spot checks. Yep. Who see it? Yep. Work out it's a thing. Yeah. But having that thing tailing us would not have been good. Further would not have been good. Yeah, and uh, it, it is obvious it has been listening to at least enough of what you've been doing to know your name, who you are, where you're from. Yeah. It's... I, um... I think I'm, I may have pissed Bordecai off there. And he's probably... I don't know that we can take him. I mean, he's ancient and... <sighs> If he is so strong, why does he send his raven to spy and watch? This is not the action of a warrior. He speaks of old gods and fairy lords, but he does not come to the field himself. Nay, and he used an artifact on Vanhold. He didn't come there himself either. Mind you, I think he's probably pretty powerful in his stronghold, and that's where we've got to go. But 
we know who he is and where he is and what he's doing, and that's as good. And he doesn't know where we are anymore. Yep, and he gets a hero point for bragging incessantly about who he is, where he came from, what his name is, what he wants, what he's doing. Yep, it's, it's very and cool. giving you lots and lots of time to do anything you like about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right. Yeah, um, now you have lots more information to make the sort of history and that yep. checks off. His name is Mordecai. He's a cyclops. Yeah. Or was. Yeah. A very old, supposedly powerful cyclops from the time, you know, when the Outer Dark was around in some fashion. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You've got... All of this is largely meaningless to Caelan, but Tristan will make a lot of hay out of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, um... Let's get this damn egg to the centaurs and get the hell out of uh, uh, out of this creepy ass kingdom and back to Stagthorn. Let's warn everybody. If, let's tell everybody everything we know. Okay. So you. Ride from Town Falls. And yes, I get to use my Aristarlan voice again. Yeah. I know it's exactly the same line that Aristarlan had, but Aristarlan was too cool to be confined to one campaign. Yeah. So thrice will I ask thee and done indeed. Yeah. Okay, and we explore Talon P. Um, and. Yep. Uh, you may now consider that hex explored. Yep. I already mar- you already said I could mark it as explored because yep. I've done the rest of it. Yep, you have now been up the mountain as well, so you yep. have a very good idea of exactly what's there. Uh, and you ride hard back to the Nomen camp. Yep. Uh, if you so choose to, the the egg is not going off in any fashion. Yeah. Or rather, it will go off at such a hilariously slow rate that you've got a good couple of months before it um does anything. Yeah. But it depends what you want to do. Yeah, no, um, I, I want to, I want to hand it over. Yep. And then go home, because then I don't have to come back in a hurry, which is, I, I don't want to come back for a while, Kaelin's tired. Okay, so, top of the mountain, fell down the mountain, um, killed evil raven. Or right in the bottom. Yeah, I know, but I'm not writing that. <laughs> it's an awesome name, and very suitable for a dark power, but I'm not writing that. Alright, so, um, what are we talking to get over to the Gnome and Centaurs? Because I'm actually using up next month I spent so long climbing that damn mountain. Uh, two... So that is... Uh, if we count till you get back to Stag, the one issue, you just go to see yeah. the Gnome and Centaurs. Yeah. That will be... Five more days there and back again. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So that uses up a bit of um, next month. So, yep. So um, we'll go see the Norman Centaurs, and I do want to play that out, obviously. Yep. Uh, you are not attacked by anything along the way. Yep, cool. It's relevant now. You now have multiple enemies in the Norman Heights. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, you... Return and basically, you know, centaur outriders will see you, hail you, and allow you in without any real fuss or trouble this yeah. time. You can go see whoever you like, but um, the person you are looking for is um, 
Sosis Redmane, the tribal tattooist. Yeah, that's one of the... I also want to talk to the priestess. Yep. I'll start with her. Go and go, drop your egg off. So yes. That's probably yep. smarter. Yeah, absolutely. So, you go to see her, and she is working with some um, very thick, heavy, scaled quills that she doesn't seem to have a big supply left of. Yeah, because she still needs the magical quills. Yeah. Um, and is indeed, um, basically... It has the quills down, but is etching something in what's clearly just plain ink across um, one of the, across one of the centaur's face, basically sketching a mark in first. Yeah, uh, and can you actually give me? Uh, I presume you have no manner of knowledge tattoos or anything. Of this Definitely sort not. Um, Art, no crafts. I'm really good at jewellery. Well, not really. I'm not really good at jewellery. I'm moderately good at jewellery. This will be a perform check, then. Okay, I'm trained perform. Yeah, yeah. What is the tribal meaning of this? Uh, 16. Did roll well. You will actually see... um, Now that you... Now that you look at this... This bear... This... This... Uh, not bare-chested, because um, she's effectively still wearing like the bikini top, but the centaur woman has taken her shirt off. Doesn't really show any modesty at all when you, you know, knock at the tent. Isis just says, come in. You come in, she's kind of there, doesn't even blink at the fact that she's got no shirt on and you're okay. walking in. Um, she has a bunch of tattoos, and the many of them have some tattoos on the face. Um, a few of them have some tattoos on their body in that. Um, and you will see this woman has on her chest, above her leftmost breast. Um, there are a couple of marks that don't mean anything to you, um, but the third one appears to be a black rock feather. Ah, uh, interesting. So it's it has some tribal meaning to them. Yeah. Um, and based on where these marks are going above the heart and that, you would guess that this is... Like, what happens on that mountain is related, or uh, is either related to something the centaurs do directly, or the centaurs have ascribed a meaning to it, one of the two. Yeah. But it's it's their test, functionally. Yeah. And we have passed it. Yes. Presumably. Uh, yeah, so you go see Isosis Red Name, and she... One moment. Yes. Ah. You know, looks at, like, hard yeah. to miss the giant yeah. egg. Perfect. You you have been up Talon Peak already? I quite a climb that. If I'd realised how tall it was, I might have um, done it in a month or two. Ah, yes. It deceives the eye, but I think much simpler than you for our kind. <laughs> she looks at you mm-hmm. like horses climbing mountains. Yeah. Aye, and um, Bryn there was... Um, Bryn there got us up. I don't know how hard it is to climb. You've got to haul your horse ass up behind <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, is, this is fantastic. It is undamaged, may I? Yeah. Uh, by it. all means. Kaelin, carefully, you know. Because Kaelin's been carrying it because yeah. he's better equipped for it. Taps so on it, lifts it to an ear, sort of shakes it lightly. Yes. The yoke is all still intact. Uh, tapped carefully. This will last us for many seasons. This is fantastic. Well done. Uh, I offered you something, but I can't remember what it was now. One moment. 
See, that, I, I wrote it down, but I figured there's no desperate need for me to look it up when you can look it up and definitely get it right. Ah, yes, that was what she offered you. Uh, she says, but this is fantastic and completely unharmed, very rare. Most of the, these we've obtained get cracked on the way down. As I say, this will last us for many seasons. Uh, possibly even possibly even, possibly even, three score of them, which is like several years' worth. So yeah. they clearly don't use it at any advanced rate. Yeah. Um, she takes it over and actually has basically some sort of carrying nest set up for it. It looks like a special pack slash nest designed to hold exactly this sort of thing. Cool. It's got a bunch of tubing things and that in it. Um, and then she says, uh, wait here, I will get what, wait here, I will get what I promised you. It goes off from a drummer, drummer, drummer in the back of the tent, comes back, and she hands you a sort of musty book. It is bound in some sort of thick animal leather. Um, and she says, here, as promised, information on the tattoos of our tribes. Shiny. Um, passes it across to you. And this is basically something exciting that can go in your library that few, if any, other libraries on the planet will have. Yep. This will bring a bunch of scholars to you. You're effectively getting paid in build points for this. Yes, it was... Six four? build points. Six. Whoa. I, um, our, our, pe- our scholars will be... Very excited by this. Thank you very much. On top of that, you increase your trust score by three with the centaurs. Oh, sweet! For completing one of the side quests. Yep. Even though, because this is a separate one to the manticore quills that she also wants. Yes, right. She yep. she ha- has given you two separate quests. Yep. Bring me manticore quills and bring me the yolk from the egg of a black rock. Okay. Um, my relationship score was the seventeen. Yep. That pushes it to twenty. You are still disliked. Yep. But, you know, less. Yep. And then you go to see a core of silver fire. Yep. So I'm going to, um, you know, arrange this politely and disarm again if she wants yep, and yep. stuff. And Denise Thunderhoof will be will appear again. Yeah, naturally. Stands in the corner um, of the tent, arms full. Welcome, Caelan, King of Stackthorn. What may I do for you this day? I have some more intelligence about what's going on here in this land that pertains to me and I wanted to warn you um, I am listening I have slain uh, no actually that's not what she says I am watching I Bryn and I slew a creature and I will what was the familiar's name? Horagamon slew Horagamon who appeared to be a raven following us before it died. Yeah, yeah she's, she's sorry, she's listening. Yeah, before it died, it uh, demanded that I release it um, in the name 
of Vordekai. Uh, yeah. No, Kaylin assessed what was going on. I'm not sure the player has. You weren't talking to the Raven. You yeah, were talking, talking to, to Vordekai. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's um, it's it's spoken the voice of its master and demanded I release it. Um, its master is called Vordekai. See, see this name. What happened to Vanhold was his doing. I think maybe you already knew that. I'm not sure, but he's pledged to come after Stagthorn and after me, which he was already going to do. But he's angrier now. I. If there does come a time when our peoples trust each other more, I may ask you what you know of him and what's really going on here from your perspective. But for now, I just wanted to provide you with that warning. He's awake. I see this information. Can you make me a difficulty five sense motive check? Uh, yes, I can technically fail that. Yes. <laughs> but only just. Huh? There's, um, there's more information than the being do. So. Oh, okay. Uh, that was an 8 plus 3 is an 11. Okay. Um, it is obvious to you that she knows the name. Uh, not Horognamon, that means nothing to her. Yeah. Vordekai is the, no- is the name that she knows. Um, she is endeavouring to very poorly conceal this from you, hence the ease of the sense motive check. She goes white and stammers a bit at this. Um, this is something that she knows heavily about, but that she was probably not ever expecting to hear. Right. Hmm. Um, it... It appears to be inf- a lo- information. She she clearly has information here. She is very obviously not going to share it with you. Yeah. Um, and is trying in vain to indicate that um, she doesn't have any information yeah. to share with you. But the impression you take away with the ten over that five is that um, this is not a name that she expected to hear. Ah, so she didn't know what was going on at no. this time. Right. Um, she uh, and in fact um, the, the facials and the shudder and that sort of says you're talking about the boogeyman here yeah I figured like something vaguely quasi-mythical to them yeah mm-hmm. um, Deneed on the other hand um sort of stamps, doesn't get afraid, gets angry, stamps her feet over this. She says, Mother of Peace. Time of Priestess of Peace. Peace or not, this is sent all business. They should go and they should go now. This is no part of their business. They they, they, they bring us warning and information to need, and at no request of cost. Nonetheless, she is right. This is sent all business. This is our place, not yours. I'll speak no further of it for now. I just wanted you to know. He's um, he's coming for us, not for you at this stage. 
but wars have a way of spilling over. She nods to this, but they go very quiet. That's fine. I just didn't. I, I'm more or less provoking him, and I'm doing yeah. it in their lands. Yeah. I mean, th- there's only one way this was going to go. I mean, the thing is, if I decided to abandon Van and Van Hold entirely and just stay on my own lands, he'd come for me anyway. So you know, the, the, there's only one way this is going to go. But I did just piss them the hell off. You make a sinister notation on the map? I do make a sinister notation on the map. Okay. Alright. You and return to Van I return to Stagthorn. Stagthorn, sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your other other kingdom. Yeah, my actual kingdom. Yep. So, Bryn and I ride home. Yep. Um, go gather the council, but yep. first go see Tristram, and um, could you put this in the library? Is this... This is the text of Centaur Tattoos... Uh, th- this has never been passed out before. Very little of this gets written down. But this is fantastic. You, you, you just had it in your saddlebag? And uh, it's like, um, and Caitlin's like, look, I put it in a box, and Caitlin's actually made some effort yeah, to yeah. take care of it. It's gloves and a careful magnifying glass. Even the slightest smudge could throw off some of our perceptions of their cultural traditions. But I got it. And he takes it like it's a block of solid platinum. Yeah. Council meeting in two hours. Don't spend all day reading it. Tristan comes late to the council meeting. Yeah. Only by like ten minutes or so. It's, yeah. it's just enough to put, okay, we're going to have to send a runner from Then he comes in. Yeah. And yeah, over his Tristram's the one I specifically want to be there. Well, you have your council. So, um... Bryn and I... Um, Good news and bad news. We pissed someone off. Yeah, Bryn and I made some diplomacy inroads with the centaurs and um, got them a bunch of got them a bunch of stuff. That um, that Talon Peak map on the mountain, higher than it looks. Much higher. And, and that book is fantastic. I told you it would all work out for the best. Uh, unfortunately, we, we made some kind of anti-diplomacy... I made some kind of anti-diplomacy efforts in the... Um, vicinity of someone else. Oh? Uh, gentleman the name of Vordekai. We sort of killed his familiar. He didn't take it well. That that was the name from Meister Patron's notes? Some sort of centaur god he referred to it as? Uh, apparently, apparently he's a cyclops and a servant of the old ones and he, a servant of the eldest of the eld and... And Caitlin will reel off the full description. He had a familiar. Yeah. A raven. Interesting. And it was... And, and you... Well, yeah, and I, and, I spill out, and I spill out the encounter and more or less what um, what he said to me. So, um, yeah. Uh, he, he, what he was planning to do to Stagthorn anyway, he says it's going to be worse now. So... But he was planning to attack Stagthorn anyway and, you know, spying on us. Tristan uh, goes and steps outside of the room and says, Leon, uh, could you... Uh, Leon comes in. <laughs> Boom! Brings Tristan's library of yeah. books in. Thank you. That, that, that will do. Leon looks at you guys like... 
Okay. <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm curious, but I'm not asking. I love Leon. <laughs> I'm really starting to get attached to <laughs> the guy with a weird job. Um, and Tristan starts looking through all these books and asking you a bunch of questions uh, and very specific intelligent things about exactly what happened and yeah. what does it all mean there and etc 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 and would you like him to start assessing information oh lord yes I mean I'm warning the entire council but it was Tristan's okay. skill checks that we came home to get first off he makes a knowledge arcana check uh, which he will roll an 18 on which will be enough to tell him how wizard familiars work in general and he says, oh, that's... You know, just, you described it right Well, that, that's very unusual. Uh, I mean, you, you've had to have been very quick to work... You'd have, you'd have had to have been very quick to work out that it wasn't just an ordinary beast. It's quite hard to tell for those who aren't trained in such things. Uh, but you, you shouldn't really have had anything much to fear from it. Because you were saying, I, I didn't know if you could cast spells. Though, yeah. Whatever. I mean, ordinarily, the familiar only benefits from its master's spells if they're right next to each other, and I assume you would have... Bryn, and he looks at you, right? I assume Bryn would have seen yeah, if, if this border guy fellow had been there. Hey, if he's like a, if he's like a fully grown cyclops, even I can see them. Uh, so, uh, normal familiars um, can only share spells with their master if they're within five feet of them at the casting. Yeah. And only if they remain within five feet of them. Yeah. Which was clearly not the case. Yeah. Uh, they have an empathic link, but it only works up to one mile. The master cannot see through the familiar's eyes. Yeah. Uh, which was very obviously what, what was, was happening doing. there. Um, so Tristan gets more information from that. Uh, he will tell you that... Um, it, by and large, it would just be an ordinary raven, but it, you say it was unusually tough and resistant. That's that's not uncommon. It's about half as tough as as its as its master. There's a mystical link forged between them. Uh, it has half Vorticai's hit points instead of the average hit points for a raven. Hence, why you need to beat on it yeah. methodically. Um, and it uses his saving throws if they are better than the ravens, which is how it kept making its fort mm. saves, instead of relying on its awesome raveny constitution. <laughs> um, further, Tristan describes that killing it um, should harm Vordekai somewhat, but nowhere near to the degree of horrible pain and screaming you were describing. Yeah. Uh, what has happened to him is worse than the usual... Secondly, he shouldn't be able to make the familiar glow and start swelling up and preparing to explode or anything like that. Yeah. These abilities go beyond that of a normal magical link. Which suggests that it wasn't an ordinary familiar, which explains both how it was going to kill us, how it was going to explode and try and kill us, and why it would hurt him worse. Presumably it's, he's got more powerful abilities than normal familiar abilities, and it, um, it, it's worse than Killing it is worse than killing a normal creature would be. So... Uh, so, Tristan now knows the name of Vordekai, that he's a cyclops, that he's from the time of around the outer dark. Yeah. He knows the fey lords and ladies, uh, that he has a familiar, so that is... 
and, and now rolls his bardic knowledge and a plus 20 bonus. Well, helpful. Yep. Alright, and that would be... 47. Sweet. So I presume that makes the, the sun-godly DC? Uh, that will not give him all of the information. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh... Well, given Vo- that may be as good as it gets, however, given Vortico basically handed us his calling card. Basically, Tristan's getting a bunch of bonuses for every piece of information he has on this thus far. Yeah. But he can get more, and this is well worth spending a hero point on, says the GM. Yeah, no problem. So he's going to do so. He's just going to look up. Uh, yeah. That is pretty hard to argue with. Uh, he is going to use the Wanderer, the Centaur Collector, so who watches and appreciates things others discard. Excellent. And he will. We'll just note down the ice. Get zero points. Okay, so that brings him up by. That brings him up to 55. Yep, sweet. Which will give him every scrap of information he could possibly maintain. Yeah. Uh, And some of this Tristan will go off and research rather than he just knows it all straight off the top of his head, but for the purposes of useful conversation I will just continue talking. Yeah. And Vortikai, Vortikai, so he was a Cyclops, but that must mean if I cross-reference with Meister Pedrod's notes, Leon, bring us to Pedrod's notes! Uh, oh, my back, you hear from outside. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Tristan says, and, um, uh, I will um, uh, call in one of the other page boys, um, fetch us some dinner, lad, this could take a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the council sort of watches Tristan for a bit, Chief Akros is like, uh, could we reconvene in a couple of hours? Yeah. Everyone go off and get dinner. I, I, I need assistance. Uh, well, he looks around. Okay, Michaela, you, you might be useful. And some people to carry things. And, yeah. and I need some notes and some diagrams. When you come and he's got the murder board set yeah. up all around the council yeah. chambers and thousands of bits of paper yeah. stuck on the walls and lines drawn between them and everything else. He says, so, I've got it. <laughs> he's excited now. He says, I know who this Vortikai is. Uh, he's he's not a centaur god at all. He's a cyclops, or or rather he was. Now he's something altogether different. Oh, where to start? This is so exciting. He says, it, it, but he does want to kill us all. Well, you drain a, uh, throw our souls screaming into a pit of hell or some such. Oh, I, I really don't think that's that's quite true at all. Not based on the conclusions I've drawn. Now... Doc Brown's his blackboard. <laughs> yeah. And he says, Alright, we, we begin in the times of the outer dark. I assume you're all familiar with this. There's some nods from the council. Akaros is just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10,000 years ago. More than 10,000 years ago. Superstition and the sword rule. Yeah. It was a time of darkness. It was a world affair. Yeah. It was the age of Vortica. Yeah. Um, he says, Alright. The outer dark is before. The outer dark is what was here before the chaos before the chaos before humanity came to the chaos before what we would consider modern modern men came to Galorian. Uh, elsewhere, and he draws a second circle next <laughs> to the first circle. This is the first world. 
uh, ruled over by the th- by the, the Fey lords and ladies, Oberon, Titania, and Mab, the most prominent among them, uh, the High King and the ladies of summer and winter. Uh, then, draw some lines, the two circles interconnect. Uh, the three of the three of them decided to make Galorian fit for human habitation by fencing the outer by especially fencing the outer dark off. He erases starts erasing the circle. Very excited here. Uh, they gave up their power. They, they essentially gave up their power and stepped out of the world at this point, leaving Glorian fit for human habitation. Now, as we know, Mab returned in another form. <laughs> Desna written over here, and now maintains a connection to the world, albeit in a very different way with a very different portfolio. See, this is why I don't care for the gods. They deceive too much about this sort of thing. Corns. <laughs> Like, watching this, understanding what he's talking about, just sort of starting to scratch his head at yeah. this point. Uh, that's very complicated and, and metaphysical and not necessarily entirely related to our goals, but that would explain why Oberon was able to express some of this warning to us, yet yet not all of it is, it's no longer his place to do so. Um, I dreamt one of the... Uh, I dreamt something of um, what Vordekai was up to, and Caitlin will relate to Tristram yep. specifically the vision that he saw. It was the same voice as the one coming out of the raven. I think he uh, started looking for me before I started looking for him. And Okay, and then we come to the first empire... the first empires on Galorian. To the south down along Mwangi, and so the first humanoids to emerge are the serpent folk. Uh, old and powerful race, fascinating historically. And Michaelis would cut off. Are they related to what we're discussing here? Not in the slightest. Perhaps we could speak about them later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Crosses the circle, <laughs> removes eight pages from his list. <laughs> okay, so further north, from the shackles up through up through the seas, all the way up through the River Kingdom, we have another empire, the Cyclopean Empire. Cyclopses, giants, one-eyed, one-eyed giants, quite, quite strong, uh, but more sophisticated than you might think. Actually, created a very ancient empire um, that existed long before we got here. Now, so taking over some of the Fey ruins that were here from the first Fey, looks back round to the circle when they bled through from the first world at the time that they erased the out, that they ported off the Outdark. In any event, the Cyclopean Empire, long lost to history, gone for at least ten thousand years. A few of their ruins still exist around the Norman Heights, according to Master Pedrod's notes. <laughs> he circles Master Pedrod's right. He's so excited. <laughs> He's so happy. Um, he says, "So." The Cyclopean Empire eventually crumbled, as all empires do, under its own time. Uh, had a had a very dark had a very dark side to it that hastened its fall. Several of them were worshippers of the outer dark. Not all of them, by any stretch of the imagination, but some of them sought to bring back that chaos, that fear, that disaster and insanity back into their world. Generally speaking, because it would bring them a great deal of personal power. And uh, as we know from some of our experiences, there is power to be drawn there, be it at a cost no one would want to willingly pay. Almost. Well, few would willing, want to willingly pay. Uh, almost no one. And here we come to Vordekai. Vordekai, uh, a Cyclopean king of his time, he was a he was supposed to be a great wizard and a worshipper of and a worshipper of the Outer Dark. 
sought to sought to bring it back and feared that his followers were going to overthrow him. Uh, consequently, he ran through several rituals. Uh, these are probably a little more complicated than we want to run into here, but uh, in any event, he changed himself to the point where he no longer had to fear death. He became something called L-I-C-H, a lich. Uh, evil skeleton type things? Uh, yeah, y- yes, he'd be a skeletal cyclops of some kind now, I imagine. So he's a giant skeletal giant. With one eye. Got it. Doesn't sound like something I want to fight personally, but nonetheless. Uh, uh, he would also be an enormously powerful wizard. And now I want to fight him less, but it does fit with everything we've been saying. Alright. Uh, somewhere in here, slashes some lines on the blackboard, Vordekai passes out of historical record. He did not accomplish his goals, the Outer Dark did not return. He took over a few other Cyclopean, rival Cyclopean parts of the Cyclopean Empire, but ultimately fell into, fell into history along with the rest of it. No one has seen or heard from him in 10,000 years until we come to today. Meister Patron theorized that there were several Cyclopean ruins around the area. He's explored several of them. He found evidence of this Vordekai's island locked away behind some sort of capacity that prevents it from being trivially found. Now, here, I suspect that Vordekai has remained uh, hidden on his island. Uh, and here we come to what happened to Varnhold. Varnhold, question mark, question mark, question mark. got like five blackboards yeah. all set up round. Um, now, according to my researchers, Vordekai had something called the Oculus of, the Oculus of Abaddon. Uh, it was an artifact. We theorized that someone had it. Uh, we oh, theorized right. that someone had a powerful artifact of the Armadark. Based on the information you brought me, I think we can be certain it's the Oculus of Abaddon, and that this that he used it. And this is interesting. It has a variety of abilities, including being able to see through and hear and perceive the world and speak through one's familiar for the sort of wizard who either doesn't want to or can't go out anymore. Uh, thereby I theorized that he was using this to link with Horagnamon, his familiar picture of a raven drawn on there. Let me know if you're getting lost, this yeah. interest in ranting it right away. No, no, that's fine. Um, Kaelin's fate, but pursuing. Fortunately, he already knows pretty big chunks of all this. It's just now, complex-wise. Now, herein comes the question. The Oculus of Abaddon was created by Vordekai, according to the records of myth. Uh, but he should be much more powerful than it. If he wanted to remove Varnhold, there should be no reason for him to have to even use it. Uh, one of its capacities was supposed to be able to charm people. Anyone not possessed of horrific will would be brought under its thrall and compelled to follow its siren song. So it convinced the people of Varnhold to leave the kingdom. To, to leave and walk to the island. They, they would have seen nothing wrong with it. They would have simply gone wherever. Imagine one of your gods came down and told you to do it, and of course you'd just mindlessly obey without thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the consequences and that sort of thing. It, the Oculus would have overtaken their will. Now, this is a very powerful effect. It affects a very wide area. The good news is it's not likely to be something he can use again in any hurry. 
because it it only works once in a a period of time. E- even a powerful artifact like the Oculus can only have so much power at disposal. Uh, I would estimate that. Um, I would estimate that that this sort of thing, some such spell effects are usable once a day, once an hour, something in that neighborhood. This sort of thing would take at least a year to recharge. So we've got a year. We have some considerable time. And then, of course, it must be geographically limited as well, or the signal would have broadcast further. Mm. Now, here we come to the interesting part. Why does Mordecai, this all-powerful, ancient, unkillable wizard, use his artifact instead of simply wiping Varnhold out? Now, I theorize that he has not been active in this intervening time for 10,000 years, for he does not appear in history. He must be lost, desperate for information. Imagine waking up a week, imagine waking up a year from now and not knowing what had happened in the intervening year. You'd want to know everything. What the politics were, the kings were now. It would be much different for him. He's woken up into an entirely different world populated by talking man-apes who weren't here before. Aye. He said that Vaughn's knowledge was his now. That must be why he wanted them alive, for information read their thoughts, read their minds and I the soul jars and, and power and I think power as well you know if he is a wizard if he is, is a wizard presumably he can get some other use out of them now here's the little known thing about liches draws uh, things around now they're supposed to be all powerful they're supposed to be all powerful wizards who can't die anymore but that's hype over enough time Anything can start to fade. I would say he is, Vortica is no longer near as powerful as he would like us to believe, no longer near as powerful as he once was. If he was, we wouldn't be having this conversation. He'd have teleported into the kingdom, mass finger of death the room, and killed everyone in here before he could blink. The council, like, stops and stares at him, and people start pulling, you know, weapons out of their sheaths and looking around. But, 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 we can see that's not happening. Is it likely to? <laughs> Ah, I theorise not, or it would have already happened. No, I, I would suggest that Vortikai has, over time, begun to atrophy. His, his power has begun to drain. I, I can't speak to how powerful he is now, but the fact that he hasn't already run our kingdom over suggests that he lacks the ability to do so. And Michaela actually knows this. This makes sense. He's had several days with sufficient amounts of magic we could all be gone. He said he'd take Stagthorn when he chose to do so. I think that meant when he's actually capable of doing so. So, Vortify is, is some sort of atrophied lich. Uh, it's a lich that's remained immobile and sensible, effectively in a coma for sufficiently long periods of time. Um, it would have taken away much of the experience you would learn. I mean, imagine how rusty, Kalen, you would be as a fighter if you were to take the next 20 years off and never draw a blade, let alone if you were to go to sleep for the next 20 years, your muscles would literally forget how to work. Aye. Uh, so, Vortikai is something called an atrophied lich. He had a lot more wizard levels. He has literally lost them over time. Okay, then... Now he is running on a strictly limited budget of wizard levels. That's heartening. Uh, the only way he, he can't get them back by any sort of ritual or magic or anything, he's got to get them back the hard way, i.e. Well, get more XP, burn more wizard so levels. So, essentially, 
beat up kingdoms is actually a pretty smart move in terms of um, acquire he needs to acquire XP and essentially the villain adventure. Correct. So Kristen theorizes he is probably still very dangerous because yeah. he is a lich and a wizard. Yeah, yeah, actually, and all that kind of thing. It, 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 he's still a centaur giant with a whole bunch of wizard levels living in a creepy fortified As a servant of the Alpadark, he probably goes in for death and insanity magic and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Tristan can tell you stuff about liches in general. I don't know whether you want that info dump now or later. I think probably later. But he knows everything there is to know about liches. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, that's a separate role. So he knows most everything there is to know about liches. Cool. Um, so he can't theorize how many wizard levels Vortikai still has because that's information he simply can't garner. Yeah. Uh, he knows Vortikai has and is clearly capable of using an artifact known as the Oculus of Abaddon, which he describes as you would perceive it as being a big. Yeah. Like a big crystal eye. And that's what he was looking through the raven with, and that's why the raven's eye shattered like crystal. Yeah. He theorizes, he, he says, and I'm sure there's always magical backlash associated with these sort of things. By killing that raven, you'll have dealt him a pretty serious blow. It's not something he's likely to be able to just shake off. Uh, you have done permanent damage to Mordecai. He cannot restore himself from it. Um, again, he's got the same problem. The, the way he gets over it is by gaining more wizard levels. Yeah. You effectively knocked a couple of knock, knocked a level or so off him by doing that. That's excellent. Um, as to where he is, Tristan doesn't know um, or can get, only guess at. Yeah. As to what he wants, Tristan would theorize that he is seriously deprived of knowledge. Yeah. And. Um, Pro- presumably still wants his original goal of restoring the Outer Dark, although that's now... Um, this, this is not something we need to worry about in the short term, or, or even really the long term. It could take him hundreds of years to get back to a position where he would be remotely close to doing that. Uh, that said, of course, um, to him, a couple of hundred years is a drop in the bucket. Aye, well, I think... Um Additionally, all of I think all of us, and indeed all of our neighbouring kingdoms, can probably not speaking can probably speak for not wishing to become his new army of um, slaves of uh, or uh, imprisoned folk, um, boosting up his power until he is ready to have another try at us. Leaving aside, none of us want the uh, dark to overrun everything again. I think we're also in favour of not being a sla- enslaved or killed. Well, of course, Sisvela, we cannot. Uh we cannot be assured that we cannot be assured that the other kingdoms around us will t- take our word for such a thing. It is forgive me, but it seems a very unlikely story. But I have facts. He says in point of Yes, but we have no actual proof of your conclusions. Nay, and I'm not certain that we want to tell the other kingdoms all this. I mean, we already warned them of what had happened to Vanhold, and I'll yep. just guess it that there was someone out there with an artifact. The fact that we now know who and why, I'm I'm not necessarily... I mean, I'm happy to hear other thoughts on this, but this doesn't seem like information we want to widely disseminate. Uh, Svetlana sort of hums and hars with some Michaelis. I I think I agree. Uh, A powerful wizard with a deadly artifact and and gods only know what else in his lair... We may get support 
we, we may not get any support at all, or we may get support from the sort of people we don't want it from. I don't... Imagine Drelev might be prepared to move his armies on this if he thought it wasn't a trap, but I doubt we'd get anything out of it at the other... But, but I doubt we would want what happened at the other end. And this, like, this Oculus, could it be used by anyone? Oh, theoretically, the, the artifacts are designed to be used. I mean, he wouldn't even have to be a wizard. Hannes Drelev could use it, I suppose. Yes, I think we wish to avoid this plan. All right, and um, frankly, um, the centaurs are in no way reconciled to a small group of us trooping around looking for this, and given they've got this horrific time bomb under their own lands, and uh, I'm not saying it was me that woke it up, but Oberon sort of indicated that it might have been something like that. Yes, now it, it's. Uh, I'm pretty confident it was humans that woke it up. Anyway, not centaurs. Now, now the centaurs over on this platform. <laughs> yeah, he says they link back to the ancient Fey when the first Fey came into this world. I theorize that they were given some sort of task. They've called themselves that. This they, they've called themselves watchers. I suspect that must make them the watchers of the forgotten time. What comes before humanity as we know it, back to the time of the Fey and the outer dark. Um, they must have an old responsibility to watch over these lands, but this is tens of thousands of years old now. Whatever they know is probably heavily obscured in myth and, and religion, and he points back to Desner again. <laughs> nonetheless, I wish that... Nonetheless, they doubtlessly have some role to serve in this cycle with Vordekai. I um, would be very grateful for whatever intelligence they do have, and um, I think they may be prepared to tell us in time, but they certainly aren't now. Nonetheless, my my point stands. Relations of them are quite delicate enough. Um, inviting human armies to trample over their lands is certainly going to send things straight into the pot, and then we'll have a war with them, which is not what we want or can afford. Nay, it's... Um, no, I, I don't see Mordecai having uh, armies at his disposal, I, but... I can't speculate what sort of tricks, magical items, or anything else he may have up his sleeves. I I think it's, um, if we are going to go into a stronghold, and I can think of many things I'd rather do, I think it's going to be a small group going in, but we're going to need a good deal more information. As you say, even finding the place may be a challenge, and it it didn't sound like it was entirely of our world, which suggests it's a nasty nasty place. And I can't say of, of my, um... Choices. My first pick would be to um, fight an evil, ske- an evil skeleton giant centaur, uh, an evil skeleton giant wizard, and, and a lich. Even even an atrophied one is still a very powerful opponent. They're well on par with any sort of dragon you could name. I and um, now that I know that I haven't actually killed one of those, I'm, I'm not I'm not that confident in my ability to do that neither. But I'm actually powerful in a, as opponent as he may be personally. I'm at least as worried about going up against him on his own ground. I mean, he may not have an army per se, but he must have minions, traps, defences, any ma- all manner of things. An entire dungeon worth of things to get to move out of our way before we can get to this bastard and spike him. Aye. Uh, well, you wouldn't want to spike him. He's a skeleton, you see. Metaphorically spike him. Yeah. I'm sure we can come up with some way to personally kill him. That, that sort of thing's... With enough of Oh, questions. yes, yes. Uh, the good news that we can take is 
unlike many liches, it's it's unlikely that he'll have phylacteries stashed away somewhere that would bring him back to life. If that was the case, it would have already activated. Same with it back here 10,000 years ago. And creating those things is not a simple process. He'd need a great deal more resources than he currently possesses. Well, it seems like a, a, we're in we're in luck in that whatever he's telling me about how whatever he was telling me about how he's a foe beyond our capacity, it isn't actually true that it, it, he's a dangerous foe and one we may not be able to take. But he's not one that we couldn't possibly take. He, he may even think it's true. I mean, he doesn't know our capacities, and from his point of view, he was once you know a, a high king of the Cyclopean Empire, a mighty empire whose achievements include. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's um, you know, I mean, if, as a as a ruler of a vast empire, I mean, um, well, there aren't really any va- there aren't really that many vast empires around here. But if they were, they'd um regard me as no more than a local baron with the delusions of grandeur. And, I mean, he predates our species. He presumably doesn't have a lot... We must strike him as pretty young, petty, and meagre. But that doesn't mean his actual current abilities match up with his um, beliefs about himself. But thanks to what you and Bryn have brought back, we have information on him now. And information is the key to defeating any foe. I mean, now we have our books to consult. I... This should be very helpful to you, and you know we should look in to see if we have other knowledgeable allies that we can consult. And he sort of itches his eye and makes this vague monocle gesture at you. Yeah, I, I, um, I intend to um, go. I don't think we should all all um, go digging around as is appropriate. But as to bringing other kingdoms in on this, move on's the closest to a trusted ally we've got, and I don't fancy it. They've got their own agendas, and it's just too damn complicated. Maybe if we didn't have this mess with the centaurs, but... Nay. If we have private channels, at some point we may wish to warn the other kingdoms of something of what's coming, but... I I don't want to go into all... I don't want to go into everything we know. I'm not saying it's always the right move, but sometimes there is something to be said for not telling other people everything you know, and Caitlin's eyes have barely flickered off the Caitlin in this particular conversation. And certainly we're not telling bloody Drelev or um, that uh, Castruccio Erivetti anything, although we may not when it's Castruccio Erivetti, who knows how much he already bloody well knows. I'm sitting in this council meeting right now. Anyway, if um, I or some of us get murdered out there in the Noman Heights, consider yourself warned. Whether we go in after him or not, he is coming for us. This, uh, what happened to Van Hold was a warning as much as any, it was anything else. We want, we want to go in and rescue them, but we have, we have to take him out regardless now. This is about our survival. <sighs> We can do this. Wind is changing on him. He is our prey now. Thought to hunt us, stalk us. We have slain his raven. We will cut him down if he threatens our if he threatens our pack. But thank, thank you, Tristram. That was a um, very encouraging bo- book of information all up. I um, when he said he was a servant of the outer dark, I got a bit. I got the jumps. I won't lie. Um, the I'd rather not be fighting 
and creatures of that ilk directly. Well, I, I have several more bits of information on what could be a fascinating history of the Cyclopeans' uh, architecture, history, religious culture. Perhaps that briefing would would be of less relevance to the entire council and uh, better suited for later. Uh, I, I suppose. Akaros is sort of just like sitting there going... <laughs> Alright. That's, that's what I wanted to pass on to people. Tristan, you can come have, come have a late supper with me and tell me all about it. So, so it's scale, Akaros walking out, Akaros is like, did, did you even understand half of the words he was using? They'll tell us when to smash something. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, it, uh, as I understand it, this lich is all bones. Easy smashing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like hiring the best and the brightest. Alright, and blah! Info dump! Yay! So yes, um, uh, Caitlin will um, have supper with Trish for a moment. Lucky, it's Vodakai, the Cyclops Lich. <laughs> yeah, and um, allow Tristram to tell me all about it. Caitlin will refrain from actually... Uh, no, actually, Michaela throws herself on that bullet. Oh, cool. Well, uh, Caitlin's actually happy to sit through the conversation. Caitlin will come along. Yeah. He tells you a bunch of, you know, stuff yeah. that's interesting if you're a scholar of history, but completely meaningless. Too. Yeah, you, you, Caitlin's eyes close over pretty early in, but I imagine Michaela asks the odd character. And holding them on the evil raven. Yeah. Um, the, somewhere, somewhere an older Talia raising her son with, um, uh, uh, raising her son is, um, happy for a moment that um, someone out there has killed an evil raven in less time than it took her. She senses the raven yeah. going down and is happy. A much less dangerous raven, in all fairness, had a lot more hit points. Yeah. Yeah. And um, after the, um, you know, like, after the, when he finally comes back to bed with Bryn, pretty yeah. late, you know, well, um, you've done a great thing for all of us. Us, love, you've given us the warning that we need. You've given us, us the warning and the intelligence we needed on this creature. Blow to our enemies. I no one threatens my back. Well then, kisses. Mm-hmm. And yes, would like to leave it there. By all means, you slip blessedly into sleep. Yep. Yeah. Yes, um. Give him a little uh, gear timeline, uh, and before he can use that damn thing again, Caitlin may abandon this plan and just have a quiet kingdom turn of rest. Uh, slightly less, in fact, because that would be a year from when Vanhold disappeared. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't. But, mean, I didn't mean a year from now, but you know, like we've used three months already. But Tristan's assumption is that there is also a geographical limitation on it, i.e., he can't just blast whatever section of the planet happens to displease him. Yeah, but we're not that. You know. I'm not certain if you're suggesting that that should reassure us. My take, my take as with more context is that we're not that far from Varnhold. Yes, that although he keep in mind that um, a large number of hexes and known heights didn't empty out full of people. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I get that he probably couldn't do all of Stag... I get that it's um, size limited and he couldn't do all of Stagthorn because we're a much bigger kingdom, but I'm not okay with him activating it on a third of my kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he starts with Alcris Rest or picks off one of my sort of villages, I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. okay I'm with I'm thinking it. this is going to be a faster adventure than the last one. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you have found Vordekai, the Cyclops Lich, responsible for the Vanhold Vanishing. Yes. 
and we will see what horrors he visits upon your kingdom and whether he will cast them shrieking and insane into the deadlights. Yep. Uh, Tristan can tell you what the deadlights are too. Yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> uh, you have seen them. They're, they're what was on the other side of the portal that Tentacle was coming out of and came Ah, yes. Excellent. Lovely. Um, since it's not a realm where your body could go, only your mind, of course that would drive you ravingly insane and you'd more or less spend eternity in there since time has no meaning. Good let's, to know. Let's avoid that. Yeah, good to know. Now I'm going to try and forget I know that. Um, oh yes. Um, so what I would like to do before we close out is talk to the um, talk to the Queen of Forgotten Time. Right. You do want to do that one? Matt? Yep. Yep. Because it's sort of the last wrap up of yep, this, yep. this account. Uh, I can give you the short form, the long form, or somewhere in between. Um, I'm actually happy with the short form. Okay. So you go and you you will actually. Um, both hear who both both hear who are calling to you and endeavour to summon her. Yeah, more or less at the same time. Um, so specifically, um, I don't often. Um, I will have brought the monocle in for that council meet. Yeah, uh, remember it's now your amulet. That's, yeah. it's it's a see through glass amulet with her yeah. hair around it. Yeah. So yes, I will have brought it in yeah. for that council yeah. meeting, and she appears to you. Um, she has a lot to say in praise of Tristram. Um, she's. An, an exceptional an exceptional mind on that one. It is rare to see a scholar who knows so much of the forgotten time. It's, um... I think he'd be happy to speak to you personally if you are interested in talking to him. I don't know if that's possible. Perhaps. I think that we shall have to find a way. I have seen much here and she will impart to you um, information that you have more or less already surmised now Um, through the amulet she has seen the um, raven as well and recognised it as a servant of the Arthodark effectively a representative of it Um, so she could impart some of that information to you but you've already got it so she has nothing new for you there but she talks to you at length about this in an effort to look useful yeah. you're just giving the truncated short version yeah, yeah that's fine right. um, she she says to you I have seen the dead I have seen the dead lights and they are terrible things and she points to a couple of the shuttered and barred windows yeah. in the room and she says, "You have seen a part of the, you have seen a fraction of them through Candlemere, through what I showed you of Van Holt." I I I, I don't want to see any more. If it, if it's all the same to you, I the there's only so, you might be constituted differently, but there's only so much my mind can take. Even I do not care to gaze upon the deadlights for long. I cannot provide you armies to fight this to fight this lich nor powerful magic, nor can I pass my powerful magic through into your world directly. But the outer dark is a threat to us all, and well, some of my kind will not interfere to help you further. <laughs> she's really got a thing for Oberon. She's really got a thing where she doesn't like Oberon much. <laughs> I am here. To, I am here to help defend your kingdoms, Kaelin Priestbringer. I cannot aid. I cannot aid you directly. I.e., she can't step out into the yeah. real world and go blast Vortikai for you. Yeah. 
But if you would have it, if you would have, if you would take my offer, I can pass some part of my magic along to you. Offer personal gifts to your strong, offer personal gifts to a few of your strongest representatives. Offer them knowledge, strength, power, gifts of the forgotten time. Make them my champions to fight this darkness where I cannot stand in the places that I cannot stand against it. Uh, and what she will literally offer you here is if you if you take her up on this, this is like the um, box from the Kami thing. It is special abilities that are given to you and your closest champions who yeah. happen to be the other four PCs, shockingly enough. Yeah. Um, the Gifts of the Forgotten Time, which I have a loose write-up for, but I will do a prop one of, because you have left ahead of my prep work here. Yeah. By, um, uh, that's fine, sweetie. The um, it's It kind of sounds like a decision that Callum will have to make, so we can actually... Yeah. Uh, Callum wouldn't jump on that on the spot. He, yeah. would, he would want to talk to people but, about it. But she discusses something that basically involves her doing a fairly um, complex ritual with with you. Yeah. Um, that will involve you coming to her and getting some sort of special class ability that you wouldn't otherwise be able to sustain. Yeah. And then you know, she says, "Anything I can do to aid you against this? Anything else? Anything I can do to aid you against this threat? I will." Cool. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. And that is the short, truncated version. Yeah, it's all good.